Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That kid is back on the escalator again. Leave it alone. What? Comics. Who are you? I'm Batman. TV and movies. Wrestling. Uh, Music. podcast about things you actually care about hosted by a couple of guys who actually care about those things too what did we just become best friends yep maybe a little too much yes that's awesome the talented one chris machete that no talent ass clown became famous and brenton you know that guy from your other favorite podcast i liked it i was good at it so grab onto the handrail and don't let go this is the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Woo! Here's CM and BD. Big ass Damn. technology. Big ass technology. Hey, boys. I'm getting hey. there. <laughs> okay, we've got Dino Man. What is that? What's going on? The Dino Lucha Rebound. Oh, there he is. I was waiting for you guys for a while there. Luchasaurus. <laughs> And that was my jam. <laughs> that was a jam, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Welcome. What's going on, fellas? Welcome to the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Thank you. Hanging Thank out. You. You know? Thanks for having us. Hey, look at this guy. Hey, Chuck. We got no Chuck coming in. in the dark. We got Chuck I mean, coming in. I like... He's there. Here he's there. He's We're just chill. waiting. Yeah, I said everybody. Chuck's been on before. Chuck showed us his. Uh, we had a, a section on pop culture toys and stuff, and Chuck was on for that, hanging out. Showing his homies. Hey. There's his homies in the background. Ah, uh, yeah, the homies. <laughs> all about my homies. Cool. They got me this one time. Hold up. Oh, we're back to it. It's back to the toys. Everyone, grab your toys, quick. Here we go. I think what? they got me this bobblehead. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that looks familiar. There it is. Hey, everybody. It's it the voice. Kids on the Escalator podcast Online. for a Tuesday night. We got a whole bunch of people today. We got, we're filling windows. We're filling the windows. Uh, that's uh, Chris Machete up there, you know. Hello. We got Dusty. We got Chuck. We got Mr. D. We got the salads. One of the what best. What it is, what it is. What it is, what it is. With a lead singer, uh, that sounds exactly like he speaks. You ever hear that before? Yeah. You get to see he's got the exact voice on that side. <laughs> kind of like David Lee Roth. Kind of like David Lee uh, Roth. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll take that as a compliment. Just like yeah, you will, also, buddy. Yeah. Uh, David Wilcox is also like that. When we recorded him on the one record, he was on a sabbatical. Yeah. And uh, so Dave and I went over there and we asked him, he said, what do you want me to do? And we thought, well, maybe you could play a little guitar. Oh, I haven't been playing guitar. I don't want to play guitar. Maybe you could sing. Oh, I haven't been singing. I don't want to sing. <laughs> maybe, maybe you can just talk. And he just talked and it sounded just like his singing voice. Yeah. Right. And that's on the on the record that we're here to talk about today. Uh, on the one that followed this one. Oh, the fun <laughs> one that followed it. Yeah. That's right. Money. Yeah. Didn't, doesn't Brian from My Mother Earth on that as well? Yeah. Yeah, he is. 
That's right. So there it is. We're here to talk about this record, though, which is one of my favorites from that time. I love this record very much. The big picture. It's 15 years, gentlemen. 15 years. Holy cow. I can see it in your beard, Brent. I can see it in your beard. You can see it in my beard? It's oh, been yeah. a long time. I can see it in your beard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, so, we're, we're in this together. We're all, we're all in it together. together. I spent some time. Uh, spent some time uh, with uh, with the fellas on tour over the years, which yeah. was a blast. And uh, then, uh, and then Mr. D came and joined Chris in the studio on uh, Chris's project, uh, Chuck Caliber, which was a blast. Mm-hmm. And so, there's a bit of history. It's awesome. Hey, there it is, right there. We were trying to remember the very first tour we did with you. And I with know me, I was. Yeah. Well, I think it was, was probably with, with Biff. Biff naked? It was probably with Biff. It was. Oh, because you, it was or no, that. you know what? I bet you it was with the Mudmen. Oh. And we did like a van oh, tour. That would have been painful. Each other in <laughs> was it the Mudmen? Yeah, it was. It was. It was. was. Mudmen, That's oh. exactly what it was, Chuck. Uh, we were like, was, we were like, was it out of your mouth? Was he working with out of your mouth? I don't remember. Yeah, but that was on the Biff tour. Yeah, that was on the Biff tour. You were because we were working. Uh, okay, so maybe yeah, maybe it was Mudmen. But yeah, we we have funny memories. We we have memories of you driving really slow for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, because I got because I got ticketed every single time I would leave Ontario. But anyways, uh, probably. But I thought yeah. we had a nickname for you or something, but I couldn't. Remember. I don't remember it. Come on, you guys can remember the nickname. No, we tried. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I thought you were just being kind. Yeah, no, no. We thought we were trying to reminisce and figure like some stories and some things from that time and how we met Brent. But But it's so long ago and we have so memories are getting muddy. So many, so many good times since then, right? Good nights. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, it's been pretty, uh, it's been pretty pretty long journey but you know i do remember um the biff naked tour because i've hung out with brent for years and plus i think chuck and i talked about this maybe about uh how you guys didn't quite get along with the biff naked uh uh, crew there, I think, but I think it was more because you were smoking them off the stage, wasn't it? Or am I incorrect here? No, Go ahead, guys. We, we, it was not they were that. great, right? They they were great. We there was issues, but it wasn't with. The band. Oh, tell us about it, my friend. Let me hear. Here we go. Let's hear it. I'll let Chuck tell it because he was our tour manager (laughs) for that tour. (laughs) Yeah, Chuck. Yeah, you you tell him, Chuck. It was really difficult, and it's the music business. And and if you look on the back of our DVD, it's actually the picture of the night we got kicked off that tour. We quit. We did not get kicked off. We, we could see how much you, you could see how much fun we were having. Yeah, and, uh, I, was that was that for this record? Was that part of this record? I don't know. I that's a good question. I'm not sure. I, was, I think I, I it was. that picture here. I, I think it was. Hey, hey, Mr. D, you're frozen a little bit, buddy. You might have to come back in. Serious. It's true that. Yeah, there you are. There's the picture he's talking about. We I didn't know that was a lot. Really, we had this picture, and we decided and our designer just put it on the back of the dvd and then we figured out after the fact that that was our last night on the biff tour. <laughs> yeah we, we didn't we didn't even know though at that at the time of that picture while there were while there were troubles that evening and problems that were happening um that's that's how we looked when we left the venue <laughs> We were having a good time. Damn it right. Was all, it was all good and we enjoyed it to the last minute and I got to say um we got a call the next morning um, saying that uh, we were kicked off the tour, like Chuck was saying. And 
Chuck and I went to Biff's performance and interview at Edge 102 because we knew the crew was going to be there. We knew the band was going to be there and we wanted to shake hands and and say thanks for having us on the tour. Um, But for a number of reasons, it didn't work out. And, you know, yeah, you could we don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but we were kicking some ass on that tour on stage Mm -hmm. and, 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 and even with a gradual amount of limitations put on our stage show, we still had fun and we still kicked a lot of ass and that doesn't work well for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I recall from that time, if I recall, it was a Sault Marie. If I recall from that time, it was, um, it was a matter of, maybe there was some time issues there as well. I think there might've been at the beginning of it. There was a bit of like, uh, I I got it. They're killing it. Uh, you know, well, you got a grant. What, what do you got? I remember. I remember now because we were in Thunder Bay and our rider got cut short. So they took our Keiths and only left us the Molson Canadian. And we really wanted the Keiths. And we were like, well, who's got it? And it went somewhere else. And we talked, uh, you know, the whole drive from Thunder Bay to Sault Ste. Marie, and we're like, I don't know if we can do this if they're going to take the Keiths away from us. And that was it. It was the last show. <laughs> That's actually what happened. Like, we didn't actually get fired. We didn't get fired. What happened was we were just like, yeah. they can't. Well, well, who's drinking the Keiths then? And I mean, we only have 48 beers per show. Now we got 24, and we were like, are we going to make it back to Toronto? Because the Opera House was the next show after the Sioux, right? I believe so, yeah. And and I don't know what show was on that night. It might have been the uh, the end. I'm, I don't want to be a dick. I'm joking. It was a fun time. It was a great tour. And when we got kicked off, I think it was we were kind of, you know, it was like, oh, okay. And then we could go back to do what we were doing. But I don't know. It was a it, a, it was what fun. a crazy silly thing to talk about. Really, it was like yeah. a time in our career where we felt like we got treated very unfairly. But the rest of the time, we had a great time. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. It was fun. It was with a thorn, right? There you go. No, so it's all, we all roses fired, and, the, and we quit at the same time. So... You guys were rocking, awesome. man. You guys, uh, I remember, but it, it was interesting because of the um, the divide between... of. Um, being uh, from Toronto and then touring around the rest of the country. So that was an interesting one because Edge 102 was such a proponent of the salads. And at, I, I want to say chorus existed then. Yeah. But they were such a, like, it was such a uh, uh, thing that you guys were so big in, in Toronto and these surrounding areas that when you got out to the, to the Vancouver's and stuff of the world, you really had to battle to get those fans. Cause I don't think you were played as much in those. And so that was like a very interesting thing to me because you guys were slaying it every single night, you know, on tour in these markets that where Toronto was so big for the salads and edge one Oh two. And those guys just, just played you guys and loved you guys much music. You guys are much music, had some killer videos. It was awesome. But that was right at a time when, when that record had just hit and some people are just being introduced to the band at that time as yeah, well. So that would have been around 2003, right? Cause that was really early on. So I yeah. think that would have been our first record. I think you were playing some new songs. So I definitely think you were saying you're, you're playing some new songs. Yeah. Well, they picked up get loose and it changed everything for us. Yeah. 
everything. And and Dean Blundell was huge. Uh, Martin Streak was huge. Um, they were huge. Uh, yeah. It, it ugh, changed everything for us. It was big. Much music was everything back then. Everyone was breaking on on much music. Uh, that's what you, you strove to. You guys, how long were you a band before before it uh, before Get Loose hit? Since I don't know. Since we were little kids, man. Since we were like 11, 12 years old. Nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Eighty six. Nineteen eighty six. Yeah, we were little kids in grade seven. We started our band. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Dinosaurs. <laughs> What was the first Van Halen song you guys covered? Mm. I don't know if we ever. I, I saw you guys do Hot for Teacher. Summer Nights, but it was. It, oh, it was a Summer embarrassing. Nights? That's embarrassing to say. It was, this, And I love Sammy Hagar, but it was. It, remember, Dave used to play that all the time. And Chuck, you did. You were the guitar I player. Play, I used to play fifty-one fifty all the time, and we. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great riff. Feel your love because it's nice and easy. But we used to always rock. Uh, well, we did hop for teacher a lot, but mm-hmm. we did. Uh, I don't know what's the second track on Van Halen one. Uh, Ain't talking about love. How do you not know that? We play that a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, oh, I was yeah. just going to say, where's Pfeiffer? Yeah. Well, he was having some chrome issues. He was having some chrome issues. Yeah. Don't we all? <laughs> he's working on a trade for Eichel. He's a, he's driving. You shouldn't be doing a podcast while we're driving. Or a, yeah. This isn't a podcast. Sorry. It's not a podcast? No. Hey, Darren, welcome to the show, buddy. We're talking, oh, we're regaling some... Oh. Uh, we're, 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 that's okay. You're first. You're live, caller. Uh, Watch the road. Uh, Watch the road. <laughs> we were just talking. We just started bringing up the the fact that uh, you and Dusty used to beat the shit out of each other, and then you ended up playing in the band. Can you uh, can you uh, just kind of re- kind of talk about that a little bit? Can you? We just you're talking I don't to know. me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you, you remember that. Part. I don't remember ever getting physical with Dusty. Uh, not yet. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I mean, if you were naked and I had a bunch of baby oil and we were alone in the room, I would, I would experiment. I do appreciate that. <laughs> That's I, I better than actual, I, like, I don't remember no fist to cuffs. Out of them. <laughs> See? How did, but how did you end up in the band, Darren? Darren, how did so you end up in the band? How did you end up in a band? Because you wrote some songs with these guys, right? And then uh, I hired them. <laughs> I need to, I, guys, give me two minutes. Give me. Two. <laughs> He's gone. He's got to take Darren a did some. Uh, I forgot even this. This is crazy. That Darren did some production stuff with us on Big Picture songs. Remember, he used to hang out with us in rehearsal. And we used to work on those tunes with him. We, we co-wrote "It's All Right" with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, holy right. crap. Yeah, yeah. And then Grant was leaving. We kind of we finished the record, and then Grant was leaving the band. He was just kind of done with it, and Pfeiffer was still there because he had done some co-writing with us and was helping us out and helping us try to find a new drummer. Um, And then for about a year's time, that was a fella that uh, whose nickname was Legs. His real name is Ryan Leger, and he's all over Instagram and such, and plays with. uh, a ton of touring metal bands. Monster. Um, every time Monster. I die, and um, mm-hmm. 
Chuck, name, name a few of the other ones that he's I still. Norma, Norma Jean and Hundred Sons. And yeah, they're all, it's all amazing. He's got a band called yeah. Teeth Noise. It's, he's amazing. But we were a yeah. drummer's band. And so it was like, yeah. like where I mean, where Grant's crazy great drummer. So it's like irreplaceable. Up to par like that. So Pfeiffer can, Pfeiffer can kind of play his drums pretty good. And same with legs. And so it's, it's a natural fit. And we we're lucky to have all those guys. Oh my God. So lucky. Crazy. Yeah, remember, remember Grant, remember that yeah. there was, I think we were backstage at one show. I remember you were asking me for drum tips and I uh, was like, I just didn't have the time, but it turned out pretty good. Didn't you? <laughs> well, I yeah, just was- like, can you drum faster than you drive? That's they right. were like, I can. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <that's awesome. laughs> hey, Chris, when was the first time you saw the salads? You remember? Uh, See the band? I don't, I don't. It's all a blur to me now. I really can't remember the very first time. I've seen you guys play a lot, though, so I can't remember the very guys, first What do you guys now. remember from the Southern Ontario scene from playing Oshawa, all that kind of stuff, some of those venues? Because, man, what a scene it was. And you guys broke right when that scene was hopping. Oshawa. So, You don't have have to talk about Oshawa, but there was that Southern Ontario scene where the bands were breaking along there. What do you guys remember from that time? We played a lot of dirty basements and amazing clubs that are now gone. Front 54, St. Catharines. Oh, yeah. You know what? Front 54, that was a 97.7 baby, wasn't it? Yep. They used to love that shit. Front 54 and Thorough. That was where that was. I don't remember so many places, but I, I don't know why. If you zoom, zoom in on those posters over I Chuck's shoulder there. I remember the places I've played recently. It's- <laughs> <laughs> no. Are you guys, are you guys not playing together at all right now? Are you guys rehearsing together at all? I know Grant, you're out here, so it's tough to yeah. plan, but, but uh, is there, are you guys still making new music together or trying to remotely? Chuck's. No, we'd like to. <laughs> I think we'd all really, really like to. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Dave's between Florida and uh, he, he's building a house up in, can I say this? Yeah, of course. <laughs> so he's building a house up north uh, near Collingwood and he's got a place in Florida. Chuck's out and uh, uh, what's the name of the place? It's beautiful. Sorry. Uh, where do you live? Where do you live, County. Where do you live, Chris? D- yeah, Thanks. Darren's out in Stratford. I'm in Kimberley, British Columbia. Darren's in Los Angeles. So it's it's we're, we've been talking about it, and then COVID hit, and uh, yeah, it, you know. Well, we did a thing with Mikey at the beginning of COVID. We yeah. did up one of the oh uh, yeah Mikey and Duke things. Yeah. Yeah, Mike, our boy Mikey Hodden in the Fairmounts. And my, otherwise known as Mikey and his uke, did, has been doing a lot yes. of videos with a lot of a lot of more famous musicians than us. But when he was first started to do it, he, he did whoa. a version of "Get Loose" with us, <laughs> and um, yeah, it was awesome. But wouldn't wouldn't a, wouldn't a version of the salads with two drummers? I was just going to suggest. I was just going to suggest that you should probably think about going out with two drummers. Uh, That's already been thought about, and and all that stuff. Get it's really just, it's really just the, the missing piece that's uh, not in the picture tonight here too. <laughs> I've always said that there's, there's, there's not enough drummers in a band. Eight. What's that, Chuck? <laughs> 
I said, I wish there were replacements for all of us, and then we could do eight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bass, Chuck. Dueling bassists and drummers. You know? <laughs> you know, it turns out there probably is. <laughs> Two guys swinging towels. Yeah. Chuck, what's oh, you, Chuck, hey, Chuck, what's with you playing with bands with a whole bunch of different people in it? All right, because I'm Mother Earth have two singers. I had two singers. You got t- three drummers in this band. What's going on? Maybe, maybe this is a maybe this is a Chuck. Maybe this is a Chuck problem. I think it's just dropping off like flies. It's not a problem. It's a it's an aging thing. It's an aging musician thing. Like once you've been playing for so long, you're fortunate enough to have played with so many people, and bands don't all stick together. Different parts move around. Yeah, you know, I'm Mother Earth, the singer being the case there, and um. Pfeiffer is back. There we go. We got him back. Eyes on the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello, gentlemen. So we're talking. Hey, buddy. My earbuds to work. Don't you love tech? Don't second. you love the internet? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's awesome. Awesome. This is the part right here. She's <laughs> gone again. Anyways, we're gonna, so, anyways, we're gonna get pieces together. I don't know this what he's what doing. I don't know where he's gone. Or we're gonna make up our own sentence out of little words he said. <laughs> what a great band! When you live in Los Angeles, there's not a lot of Wi-Fi. You know, it's there's not a lot of entertainment. <laughs> there. Yeah, it's still it up. Yeah, it's hard to get that. Not good sure Wi-Fi. what's going on in LA, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, Darren's. Um, uh, I, I need to just, I know it doesn't really matter, but I will say that when I did leave the band, the reason was it was purely management. So I want to put that out there. It wasn't a personal thing. I know it doesn't, nobody cares, but it wasn't, it wasn't personal. Uh, and it was one of the hardest decision I decisions I made um, I just couldn't deal with it at the time. And, 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 the, you know, over the years, you know, in hindsight, I regret, you know, uh, the way that I approached it, but you know, it, it, it yeah, I shouldn't have, but it, I did. And, uh, you know, and then, and when they came out with the record after that, that record, I remember listening to that record, uh, cause I met the guys to do some, I think we did a show, um, somewhere and i got to rehearse with them and chuck showed me the record and i i was so frustrated because i went this was the record we always this is the best record we made and i wasn't involved and it was it was pfeiffer and <laughs> seriously a guy I, I really truly i loved it so much and i was happy but it was just like i had to get out <laughs> And it wasn't a personal thing or anything. It was like, because, you know, like I said, we started playing in high, in, in public school, through high school, you know, whatever. Uh, it was, you know, the best, best experience of my life, you know. And it was just when I left, it was just because I couldn't deal with what was happening after we did the Warp Tour. We did that Warp Tour. And, you know, we'd go to a city and we didn't have rooms and we'd be sleeping in vans. <laughs> we weren't making money. You got to, you know, and, and that's fine. That's that's the way it is. But, yeah, it was it was just rough. But I, I just want to put it out there. It was never it wasn't it had nothing to do with the band. It, you know, that's it. I just want to put it out there because I don't think I've ever. Is really that breaking said it. news? Is that breaking news? No, probably <laughs> not. But I don't think I've ever said it because I was out of the band. 
there's no but point to talk about it, uh, and nobody cares. So I just wanted out because I, I I thought we were being misrepresented, uh, misrepresented, and uh, yeah, the guy that was that was uh, that was in charge at that point was a douchebag. So there it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Darren, <laughs> you tell the story. We're Darren, tell the story. Uh, I don't waste my time talking about those. No, not you. Things. The other Darren. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yeah, you. What? He yeah, was you. the one talking to Trump. I mean, <laughs> yeah, well, who was our manager at the time? Sorry, I just look at him the same way. This is an ISO gonna... cam on Darren driving, by the way. Here, go ahead, hey, Darren. You really got to watch where you're going now. No, I see the background moving. What was his name? I don't even remember his name anymore. That's weird. Yes, you oh, do. So good. No, I actually don't. I'm actually really like uh, RJ. It was RJ, right? Because <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, it wasn't RJ. It was another guy, Jake. Anyway, we'll leave Jake. it at that. Uh, Jake, Jake Gold. Jake the Snake. Hey, Jake I would Gold, say right? this stuff all really. Uh, this stuff all really distorts. Distorts all the true good shit. Yeah, the good shit for me about this record is is uh, making the record. So to remember that we were doing tunes with Pfeiffer at Cherry Beach for for uh, the big picture is a really cool memory. To remember that's sort of how we first started working with you on music, right? Do you remember yeah, doing I that? Yeah, I, I would come down to the studio. I was a big fan of the band, big fan of the live show, big fan of all the guys became friends with them really fast and all of a sudden during the course of me showing up at the rehearsal studio was hey i got this song. hey we got this song want to check out this song and and then um i didn't necessarily write the as as a range i would just give a couple of suggestions on how i thought this how this should go or how that should go uh yeah, and, and then yeah next thing we know there was like 15 20 songs ready to be recorded and i guess those became the big picture yeah because really yeah. when i think about that record it's always about it's i don't think about all the garbage shit with all like the business people who are trying to sell it i think about all i think about the music that we make because the music's really amazing right like yeah we, we worked really hard on that and so many of those tunes are about things that are like really personally deep for us and but then the music itself was really constructed in a way where we were thinking about the way the crowd was going to react to it yeah yeah which was a cool memory i remember doing like individual and thinking about how we wanted the crowd to move in front of us and how we wanted them to bounce at a certain point and how we wanted them to be able to sing along with us at certain points and how we wanted them to just then just go completely crazy for a bit so we wanted to create sort of attention and release with our crowd when we were making this record from my memory. And it's it's really, that's the cool part about it is the music itself is really, is uh, really, really well thought out. It's our most well thought out music I think we ever made. Yeah, we, that's true, Chuck. I never most, thought of it that way. We spent the most amount of time on it. And spent yeah, the most amount of care. On it, like and Chris circle. loved your Van Halen stuff, man. Chris, loved, I mean, we always, always I like, man, these guys are fucking hey, killing this thing. Uh, in live, it was such a killer band, too. So, just, just, I always thought it was really just cool gonna be a pop record, but that's just me. yeah, yeah. Well, that one, there's like, uh, there's stuff on it we still never could play, right? That we did 
in the studio there was there's some sort of triplet thing cha 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 in a, in a tune we could never do that was super fast or in uh there were songs we never played on that record right just like, one there's only one song did, uh, one song on the record we've never played before and that's thick and thin i don't uh, that's yeah, my favorite ever, song on the record yeah. <laughs> and uh that that's one where i don't know i don't think we could ever sing that turnaround that's at the end of the song but i would have loved to have tried i know we would have tried yeah 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 how to do it yeah but it's uh yeah, my favorite you know what? really really well thought out music man it yeah, really, man. really was I think like my, my my fondest memories of this record was was uh, planning. We kind of like we really set out to do a rock record because everybody was wanting us to do everything but that. So it, like Chuck's saying, it ended up really being a, a I don't want to say selfish record, a selfish record that has ended up helping a lot of people because. We wrote a lot of um, songs for ourselves, like to, to help ourselves during times uh, the, of struggle, personal, business, family. There's a song on the record that Chuck wrote lyrics for uh, about, his, about his grandmother. There's another song I, I wrote about for, uh, my grandfather passing. But don't. You're but right, I, dared, but, I, I never really yeah, thought of that. And, and we start the whole record off with growing up, so it's kind of like the, it's it's personal, yet still trying to be fun, but leaning more on the rock side of things because the personal side just sort of emoted that kind of heaviness, if you will. And but there's still there's still a bit of goofiness on it, like the 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 track that we. We titled uh, "Thanks for Nothing, Fuckers" officially, but mm -hmm. it was never actually put in there as the hidden track of "Thank Yous" that we did on there, just having fun. Never heard um, a band do that before. Until and, I, you know what? You're right, Darren. I never really thought of that. Is the lyrically the record's really inward, but like musically, yeah. it was super outward. Where we were just focused on hitting people, but it was like, but lyrically, yeah, it was super inward. That one. It was like self-healing that ended up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> helping other people i've heard so many so many things from up from fans um just thankful for us keeping them positive or moving them forward with that record in particular where full day to be before that had some of those songs but it was more party we're here to kick some ass kind of a focus it was just fun we were having so much fun and that's what that record did and this one there's a lot of pressure on us too to produced this, an, an album of Get Looses. And we sure as fuck were not about to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we did it the record after yeah. that, on our own. Yeah. But then we did it on our own, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Later on, when, pe when people are telling us what to do, we tend to stray away from that. Um, I think I think if, you, if you're a fan of the band and you know the albums, we probably could have used a record full of do your homework and eat your broccolis, but... <laughs> That was unfortunate. We maybe we could have done that when we all had the kids at a young age. And happy birthday, Jasper! Holy Jesus, yeah. eighteen years old. When I saw that today, I was like, "We were in Jasper." You know, like when all of that was going down, I was like, "I still all I picture is you and Darren sitting in that chair, and uh, and we were videotaping it." And I can't believe we've got kids that are almost twenty now. 
That's unbelievable. Yeah. So happy birthday, Jasper. That's amazing. Yeah, if, if you guys wow. know what you're talking about, my son turned 18 today. But I was yeah, the first happy guy birthday, dude. Yeah, yeah. I was the first guy in the band to have kids. But uh, there he is. That's awesome. That we know yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. But during the and during big picture, I found out about my second day getting born. Yeah. <laughs> oh I love God. this right. Fifteen years. Uh, Fifteen years of the big picture. It's uh, it's hard yeah. to uh, believe it. I, that record is so sonically fantastic. Who produced it, by the way? That was uh, Dan Broadbeck and us, like us as a band with Dan, and then uh, and then it was who who. Uh, Aaron. We mixed that ourselves as well with Dan. We did that all. And then the, but I'm trying to remember who mastered it. It was the guy that works with Sting and he, he produced that. He produced that He did really Synchronicity. He did Synchronicity in Montreal. With, uh, Alexis on Fire, too. I can't remember his name now. Oh he my gosh. Away recently. Oh, Nick Blagona. His ears were really yeah. something. Nick Blagona. Nick Blagona, yeah. wow. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> But yeah, no, it was just something we worked really hard on. We lived in London on a at a really shitty hotel down the street. The, I can't remember what that was called. They, they were kind of like they were kind of embassy like suites apartments that we lived in. The suites, <laughs> the suites. That's right. They weren't embassy. so sweet. They no. weren't so sweet at all. And we would, uh, <laughs> but, we, but, but we could walk. We could walk to the studio from there. And uh, yeah, I don't know. That's basically we yeah. built it by just spending a lot of time on it. So it yeah, turns out you could find love at the embassy suites as well. So I mean, <laughs> tell us about you know, those stories, Grant. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just saying, hey, there's nothing wrong with love, man. Okay. <laughs> Chris, do you remember that? You grew up in London. You grew up in London, Ingersoll. Yeah, I grew up near London. There, yeah, yeah. London was. It became a lot rougher now. <laughs> Apparently, from what I've heard from talking to people, but uh, when I was younger, I don't know. I went. I was just younger. Though. I went White Oaks Mall get Star Wars toys, you know, that kind of thing. I was really young. I didn't really see the music scene then. That's why I was. I moved to Toronto after that. London, uh, London was a huge place for us. Like, yeah, yeah I love London. Massive for us. Yeah. Now this is a uh, pop culture podcast. Chris loves to crack out the uh, the, the MCU and DC, and DC references. So Chris has a question usually for everybody on this show. As oh, I didn't hear one up for them. What side of the I, fence I, I, they're I, I on? Just ask individual stuff because, you know. Yeah. What side of the fence are they on? Like, I'm the only I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm always, DC. I'm, I'm always the only DC guy. I never ask that question. Mm. I'm, I'm always the only DC guy on this fucking show. Oh, I guess, okay, so but just to, to get to not talk about music for just a second. Okay, so Mr. D, what are three albums that you got to listen to on vinyl that digital just does not do them service? He'll not, this could take like 20 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we can come back to you. Yeah, we'll table that. Well, we can come back to you. It's so fun to listen to vinyl in the basement, and all of it sounds better. You know what? I'll, I'll tell you what. Even, even better, I'll... Uh, I'll grab the records while these guys answer. Okay, perfect. I okay, love it. perfect. I love it. I love it. Love it. Okay, L.A. Darren. Yeah. How do we fix? How do you fix the Sabers, brother? What, do you got? You got trade Eichel? What's going on? Or what? What's the heart of the problem there? Move them to Hamilton. Move them to Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good idea. Send them off. That's that's how you fix it. Okay, buddy. I get it. it. All right. All right, Chuck. How's the garden growing? And what do you got going on this year? Uh, I'm only working on my soil right now, and I, yeah. I 
you know what? I I, uh, I grew a really nice garden of vegetables last year. You know this. And I do. Yeah, yeah. Very nice big uh, hot plants. And uh, but I also signed up. I live in Prince Edward County, and I'm surrounded by farms. And I started getting bags of vegetables from a farm down the street. And uh, and it's so much in abundance that I had way too much, and I didn't want to pass up on all the awesome stuff they grow. So this year, my gardens are all. Uh, I, um, I have water systems through the garden that are all timed and stuff. Nice. And, I, and I've never taken the opportunity to grow my pot plants in these gardens before. And this year, I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm really stoked because I did a, actually I did one last year and it turned into a monster and it was beautiful. And this year I'm doing all four in this one garden. No veggies because I'm getting them down the street. So right on gardening, <laughs> gardening in Ontario. Chuck and I have yeah. a very elusive group that we started a few years ago of, of um, collective um, uh, cannabis growers and cannabis enthusiasts mm-hmm. that, we've, that we've nicknamed uh, Weeded Wisdom. Nice, I like that. And so, so we, we, we share all of our knowledge. And uh, so shout out to the other Weeded Wisdom brothers. Right on. <laughs> ah, cheers, fellas. Cheers. I, I, was, I was partaking at the beginning there. All right. Senior hung like a horse. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, it it turns out that they, they found my OnlyFans profile. So, yeah. So, are you are you into Marvel or DC movies or any of the pop culture stuff like that? I, I enjoy them. I, I like uh, them a lot, but nah. Just, what is your I one? Like pop, them. What's your one pop culture geek thing that you kind of see? I collected comic books as a kid, and I kind of had to hide it because my friends would have beat me up. I'll tell you, just, I'll answer. Can I answer that for you, Grant? Yeah, I know where you're gonna go. <laughs> it's a four-letter word that starts with K. Yeah, yes. Totally <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me too, buddy. And another yeah. thing that I used to get beat up as a kid was because I was a Kiss fan, man. Kids used to beat me up because of that and make fun of me. It was not good. You got comic back. books. You got to fight back. back. I tried, dude. I'm not a big dude either. I, I'd, I'd have neither, to have neither am I. But I had a well, I did fight back. But, yeah. me, so I, I stuck with. I still got all the albums yeah. from the original man. I got the inserts, all that stuff. My parents you got the originals. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I had the pinball machine. I had oh, the, I that. Oh. Yeah. No, I, I sold it for 400 bucks to pay rent wow. when I was 19 years old. And that's the, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes, but that's, well, that's, the, the, top that's three. the holy grail. That's the holy grail, man. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, Grant, when you look at your, when you look at your life from the time you were born to today, you look at selling the kiss pinball machine as one of your life's biggest regrets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, the thing is, you make a lot of good decisions and, you know, the the big ones stand out. And that was one of them. So, you know, that hands down, that's yeah, that might. I'm trying to think. I haven't made a lot of mistakes. You guys know. Uh, Well, you got some fans because Adam uh, Adam here says uh, that you're your only fan subscribers are actually just one person <laughs> I, know, I hate social media i'm not on it all the time but you know what it's uh no i don't know i, I sold i'm a huge kiss fan so if, if there's that's, one, all, that's what i'm talking exactly what i'm talking about yeah, that's awesome yeah i i am a nutcase uh and and my daughter now this is weird She'll put it on. She'll stream it, but she's singing the songs like she's singing like "Heaven's on Fire" from like oh, 1984. Okay. Right. And I'm like, and then she loves uh, 
uh, I was made for loving you. I'm like, no, yeah. but Dynasty, I can't yeah, say yeah. that. Cause she's like, <laughs> you know, cause she's, you know, well, you got to let her find her own way through the kiss, uh, libraries, man. Yeah, I know. I just wanted to go to Creatures of the Night, and that's the one. Right like, on. There it is. Saint and Sinner and Creatures nice. of the Night, and those would be the ones I'd be really excited about. Grant, Wicked. Grant, how, how old is she? She's, uh, she's nine. Nine. Nine well, years old. Well, you know, you know. thank God, just to God, she's not it's like changing the words to, I was born for TikTok videos. You were <laughs> born for Instagram. I was born for Facebook, baby. Find me on Instagram. <laughs> I'm going to send you a hashtag. A hashtag for you, baby. And then you can tag me. What no, is it going to be when she's 18? That's what I want to know. but Or maybe I don't want to know. It'll be, like right, it'll be right said Fred or something. <laughs> hey Chris, I got some records here. Mm, there they are. Let's see them, buddy. What do we got? Okay, so well, of course, like you just well, I couldn't quite pick one Bob no. Marley record. Oh, nice. So, so you just you just get the whole you get the whole box. Wow, look at that, right? But if I really had to force myself to pick, Exodus is Exodus. the one you gotta just sit with yeah. and listen to. Wow. It's a Bob box. Now, Grant, you would have thought I I would have picked a Fishbone record, and I Pantera, and I, and, Van I, and I did I didn't, but but let's go back further to this unbelievable soundtrack. Oh uh, wow! To, a, to an amazing um, movie out of Jamaica that's like a, a fictional story of uh, a bunch of musicians playing themselves, uh, oh. and the, it's kind of a who's who in. Reggae. Killer, killer movie, amazing soundtrack. It's like the best reggae collection that exists. And then this new album from D'Angelo is Mm. unfuckwittable. Like, nothing sounds like this. No one's making music like him. Uh, And to listen to this on vinyl is... Yeah, you just got to understand it. It's just so, it's got so many layers to it. And it's, I love sitting down with that one and cranking it. Beautiful. You know what I mean? I love I'm actually writing that down. (laughs) Oh, what? You haven't heard that yet? (laughs) No. Dude, I haven't listened to anything new for almost 15 years. But you know the voodoo (laughs) record? You remember freaking out about that that one before? Yes. Yes, I I do. I have and Quest Love and. It's a crazy. I'm a a huge Joey Landreth fan. I mean, that's the one that just stays like I got his records basically are on repeat for almost the last six months. I love his music so much. I love his guitar playing. I love his band. But that's right now. Just that's where my head's at right now. And it makes me happy. So it's like that's what I that's it's healthy for me to just stick with that but now i've written that down i mean i i believe in you and i i know it's good i just have to listen to it so. oh man well there's a new there, music there, mr d's the mr d's the go-to friday night release guy yeah Yo, friday man, release guy. every day mr d's like this 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 and every single yes. time we every single time Weezer re- releases a record <laughs> he also puts a cursive beside it so. yeah, I, I did that only once with their new record just because <laughs> listen i i gotta i have a handful of Weezer records on that shelf and um, I've been a fan for so long I've seen them a handful of times and I've taken my son to see them a handful of times even like the first few rock shows he's ever gone to um, 
but their last four, five records, I'm like, ah, go back to the shack. I don't want to hear any more like like '80s remixes and stuff uh, like that. It's tired. I'm tired of them. There's, and there's so much more to listen to. Shit, man. Fuck. Let me get the new crate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it never ends. Darren's always the go to they go to his site every single day. What's out this week? What's out this week? What's Darren for? Yeah, he's on it. It's he's good. got a finger on the pulse. He's got the finger on the pulse. Hey, Weezer, uh, uh, new Jack died, the wrestler, and the Weezer uh, Rivers Look, sings you don't need to, about you him don't one of those songs. You don't need to pay That's any attention show. to the new Weezer record. When the Boston's have a new record out, it's oh, wow. so good. It's so good. I'm not. I'm not even pulling your leg. It's crazy good. Our but our buddies in the Fairmounts have a new record. Mike, I lost you guys. Sorry, guys. Wicked record. It's all good. They were just trying to figure out how to make a new record. New. <laughs> new stuff. It's easy. Trust me. They've done it a couple times. <laughs> Right, Pfeiffer? Public enemy. Not yeah. as good, though. Pfeiffer. It's ridiculous. God, yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like yeah. the, the, the guests on here, George Clinton, Cypress Hill, uh, Mike D and Ad Rock of the Beastie Boys, Run DMC, Black wow. Thought of the Roots, Nas, Questlove, Ice-T, uh, PMD. That's crazy. I've heard no Kip Winger, uh, Dana Strom, <laughs> Uh, Tom <laughs> Kiefer, yeah. the great cat. Yeah. Remember the great cat? <laughs> <laughs> the great cat. Yeah, the great cat. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Amazing, Chris. What was I gonna say? <laughs> so uh, much stuff. Oh, sheesh. great. Some great reggae. Yeah. Hilarious guitar. Oh player. yeah. Oh, Chuck. Um, right. Oh yeah, that's a great record. That sounds great too. That's a great. You story. don't have to ask too many questions with this this band. That's great. That's all great. That's you guys are doing the thing. It's uh, when's awesome. the last time you guys? Were I knew. Uh, when knew vinyl would really trigger good. you though, buddy. I knew when I mentioned vinyl, it would trigger you, and we'd be like, <laughs> sorry. Just, like, you know what? Just kick back and drink my beer, and we can yeah. take over, man. Good job. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, I knew it. That's good. You kicked the trigger. That's for good. sure. I had. To, I wanted to say something earlier, and I know Chuck will understand this. Darren knows good music, okay? And he introduces us to a lot of amazing stuff. But I've also been on a lot of very, 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 very long drives where Darren's <laughs> in charge of the uh, radio. And not not everybody is, you know, 100%. But can I just say this? The, the There were... Well, four, but really three bands, maybe records that we could play as a band on a on a twelve hour drive that nobody would complain about. True. All right, I'm going to name one. I want Chuck to name one, and I want Darren to name the other. Nice. So I'm going to name number one, and that was Pantera. Yes. Cool. Chuck, yeah, yeah. which record though? Know. Which record? I, I would, Didn't I matter. Would guess that you're going for like. A fishbone or a Van Halen or something, but those were the two. It was true. Pantera, <laughs> Fishbone, and, and, and that was it. Those were the bands that nobody would say a word, even Zimba. I was gonna say, and Zimba I was, was gonna the say worst. The I was going to say uh, that's number yeah four. Yeah, yeah. Nobody would complain about that. Well, then you know what the 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 only one that I remember as far as being a newer band and a newer album that actually worked that you guys didn't mind listening to was this one. 
Who's that? The RX ba- RX Bandits. Hmm. I was gonna say Queens of the Stone Age, maybe, but hey, you know what another one was was Mute Math. Remember, because we just the way we found out about them. It wasn't me. I together. wasn't in that band. But yeah, they you, are you, great. I, but it wasn't me back then. I would have just been like, "That's not what I want to listen to." <laughs> <laughs> Hey. I would have been a dick about it. Is this it. when you were doing backflips off the bed there, uh, Dusty? Or is this? I uh, never. You know what? I work at a hotel now, and I do. I I fix that kind of stuff. I would never do something like that. Hey, Grant. <laughs> you know, early on Listen in the Goldfinger, yeah, the Goldfinger days, when we were we toured in a van for a very short period of time before we got signed and and off the races. But Goldfinger had a similar hierarchy of bands that we would uh, all agree on and for a goldfinger it was jane's addiction mm-hmm. uh, we all love jane's addiction we all love pantera mm-hmm. we all love black sabbath but but then there were a few bands that they would all love that i would hate like they all loved hole they thought hole was the best band ever <laughs> And I'd be like, I don't want to hear Hole. And they're like, well, we're going to play a Hole tape. I'm like, well, Gross. I'm just going to scream the whole time. And they I would make this noise for the whole time. I don't care how sore my throat got. I would go. And I go. And the sky is filled with amethyst. Oh, so good. I wish I had thought of that every time I hated something. Oh, Darren, you, Darren Pfeiffer, you were on the radio forever, still are with a great show. But what about when you got stuck playing this shit you didn't like? You couldn't scream like that over the radio. there were two bands I played on the edge that when I played it, I would, I would make some crack comment. And that was whole and live <laughs> and live. <laughs> yeah. They so, so yeah. They, I'd be like, Oh, 102.1 the edge. That is music from live. Uh, and, uh, what's it called? I, I alone. Uh, I alone. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. I'm really, uh, I'm really sorry, everybody. And time is seven forty five. I got yelled at I got yelled at all the time. I go, Hey Darren, you might you might not want to make noises after you play one of our biggest artists. <laughs> But did Goldfinger and Live ever share a, like a festival thing? Oh. Like where you know what I mean? They were on there somehow on the same weekend as you yeah. a whole. And oh, you, yeah, we did. And you, we did. We did actually. Um, and whole. I would go into Live's dressing room when they were playing live and steal all their food and booze. <laughs> I thought I thought I was so brazen. I would bring a cart to the door and load up all their wine and food and. And, and, and liquor, and I would turn it down the hallway so I could easily get caught. And I'd get into the bus and throw it in the bus, and everyone's like, Why do we have all this extra food? I'm like, It's holes or it's live. <laughs> <laughs> they, they gave it to us. <laughs> I, I, also, I also wasn't a gigantic fan of Arlene Peace, so I did it to them too. 
<laughs> and, was that when, was that when I, you were with us? Um, possibly, yeah. And then I, <laughs> and then I would, I was, uh, our lady piece would come into 228 Young Street for an interview, and I'd be like, "Hey, it's Ray Mina here from uh, the Our Lady Peace talking about their show tonight at Massey Hall or whatever." Uh, hey, Rain, I'm sorry for stealing all your liquor in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> and and he'd look at me and go, I would tell a story, a brief explanation. He goes, that was you? <laughs> Every time you played, I robbed your shit. <laughs> I had bottles and bottles and cases and cases and food and all kinds of stuff to re- restock my kitchen. That's awesome. Oh, awesome. oh my. I love it. So that's how the salad, that's how the salads learned it. Yeah. Just yeah. That, keep very first time keep asking Darren questions. I got a great salad. I got a great salad. <laughs> they told me they took a shit and put it in a bowl or something and put it on the toilet no. of not by choice. No. Let me tell this story. No. Was it not by choice? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, it was. I was with Darren when that happened. And so I'll try to make this as quick. I'm going to make it quick. So <laughs> we're driving up to Sault Ste. Marie to do a show. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm telling this story. And we, make it quick. Why yeah, did this happen? Quick. I don't make know. But for some reason, we pulled over to get lunch. And then Darren at some point took a dump in a freaking in what his sandwich styrofoam thing was. I don't know why. Um, and, I, and I still don't know why we ever got kicked off tour. <laughs> Fair enough, but it was worth it because this is funny. And uh, so anyway, we get to the show, and on the way, when we were done, everything's whatever. Dar- I remember I was with Darren because Darren and I were staying, and he goes, "Hold on a minute," and he went and he got the 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 poop uh, package, and he put it into the tour bus that Not by Choice had, but. He didn't do it on purpose. I know you didn't do it on purpose where you put it. We didn't know. We don't know the way the, the workings go. But he put it in the intake uh, for the air conditioner. <laughs> oh, okay? yes. So they were driving home the next day, and we're getting texts like like crazy, like, what the fuck did you guys do? What did you do? Why would you do this to us? And we we wouldn't say a word about it. So what happened was they pulled over because the smell in the bus was so bad. <laughs> And then the driver got out, and they're all looking out the windows. And Glenn, uh, Glenn was the one that I think got in touch with us. And he said the driver opened up the back piece of the, you know, the whatever it is, the back thing in the in the tour bus, and he pulled out the box. They all saw it, and he opened it, and then he just started <laughs> puking. He threw it, and he just started puking. It's probably like with the heat and everything, it probably melted, and it was terrible. But yeah, way to go, Darren, because that was probably one of the greatest things you ever did on tour. I want to get uh, I want to get Liam on this show to figure out how on how he. Would- I want, I want to get Liam on this show. <laughs> He's got the mask on that. Me. We, we denied me. it forever, Brent. And then uh and then we were on uh we were on the edge for some interview and it might have been with Martin Street. And he asked us if he yeah, if like we had five any years story, later. Any any road stories that we've never told and we were like, I think it's time. And we, we told, <laughs> yeah. and we told this story and on the air. we told it, we started getting texts from those guys. You asshole. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you know what I want yeah. though? I want to get Liam. I want to get Liam on the show to explain how in the hell he was able to pull off getting Not Boy Choice a bus. Let's just start with that story. Bus, was one day. Let's That's start why we were angry. That's why we did it. I think we were pissed <laughs> because we're like. Why do they have a tour bus? And Darren's no, like, yeah. no, no. why do they have a tour bus? No, no, no. It wasn't like that at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to fuck with them. Number one. Across the country, back and forth. They got us. We got we, we you know what? Yeah. Th- those guys are awesome. And yeah. we did so many shows together. And we messed with each other's bands so much back and forth. So it was kind of like... It was just a it was just a normal thing, as weird as it is. It was normal for us to <laughs> kind of fuck with each other so much. But that was the icing on the cake. <laughs> and I've never done anything like that before or after that, but <laughs> But I wouldn't take it was hilarious. I wouldn't you take remember, it back to the world. Do you remember when we got kicked <laughs> out of the dressing room at the uh, the blue light motel in Collingwood when we were no. opening for Finger Eleven? No. Okay. We were, we were, me and Dave, I think, were throwing bottle caps over the, uh, uh, you know, the, the the curtain to Finger Eleven's dressing room because we, <laughs> we, we were just being dicks, but we wanted to meet them and party with them. And next thing you know, we got kicked out of our dressing room. <laughs> Damn. We're like, you guys got to go. We're out. And we got kicked out. And I asked them about it. And they're like, we never even went to the dressing room. So uh, yeah, it had nothing to do with them, and it was, and that's the one where the girl that was uh, from American Pie. If you looked her in the eye, you would get kicked out. It was really crazy. That was a real story too. Yeah, you I couldn't don't make eye contact. Right if you make eye contact, you're you're out. I hear so, Kevin James is kind of like that. If you're around Kevin James somewhere, you can't really talk to him and stuff. That's weird. Not that I run into Kevin James on a regular basis or anything. Well, we'll I find out. Kinda, I, I think it's kind of common. I know J Lo. Uh, there's a story yeah. of a flight attendant that got fired for looking at J-Lo. You know J-Lo? She's totally like that, Pfeiffer. Uh, she, did, yeah. she did an in-store when I used to work at HMV on Young Street. And uh, that was the only time there was like a red carpet um, from the front of the store to the back. And it was covered in plastic and nobody was allowed to step on it. Uh, that day and whatever, and it came off right before she was the only one to walk on this carpet from the front to the back of the store and, and all that kind of don't look her in the eye stuff. Mm-hmm. Ah, pre-Madonna weirdness, say. Yeah. I had that on Madonna. I had a Madonna thing, but then, you know, there's 8,000 people backstage trying to come up to her. So I get it. I get it from the standpoint of like, fuck, I don't want to, this is, this is pre-pandemic. I don't want to speak or touch anybody. Now it's yeah. going to be, now every, every band is worse. Every you know what, though, Brent? That's just that's because you're an asshole. Damn, I'm fucking over it. I'm just <laughs> Dusty. I'm fucking over it. It's fucking, don't come near me. Fuck. I'm, drinking I'm upset that I'm upset that people still look at me in the eye every single day. <laughs> it's just like there's days where I'm just kind of like nobody today. Don't You're not going to have that eye. problem where you live now. There's nine people there, so no, it, no, it happens. It happens all the time. If, I, if I've got a man bun in here and I don't wear camouflage, that's a whole other story. But, gentlemen, final takeaways. Uh, final takeaways of the record. I mean, fantastic album. I love Circles. It's my. I, I listen to it uh, daily, weekly. It's it's part of my rotation. So, final takeaways from this fantastic album. You know, it's from you guys. I'm proud of worked really hard on it. And thanks for uh, having us on and talking about it because nobody else did. It's great. Yeah, yeah man. 
No, we appreciate it. Uh, it's nice to reminisce and go back to 2006 and what we did. I mean, you know, even we didn't mention this, but even um, soon after that, it was released in Japan as well, too. And they threw this version through um, oh, Get yeah. Loose. They put Get Loose on here and Unhappy and Rough Kung Fu. Uh, and, nice. who's that, and who's that cat, actually, too. Um, but uh, I love so, yeah, Rough Kung Fu. That's, that's the version that the Japanese fans got. That's cool. Gotta like that. I wish I had that copy. I wish I had a copy of it. You need a copy of the record, Grant? (laughs) No, I haven't had a copy for way too long. And I actually just texted Chuck to say, can you send me a a link to the record? Because I don't have it. I can't find it anymore. It's on the internet now. You can steal it. No problem. Yeah, well, I I, I don't know. I'll buy it. I'll buy it, okay? I'll even buy my own music. Another one we forgot to mention is um, um, for those of you who have noticed that it's not on Spotify right now, we're working on getting it back up there. We just want to remaster the thing. It was never meant for streaming purposes, so mm. just just, just uh, remaster it a bit and maybe even throw a bonus song or two on there as well. What a new song. I'd love it. Enjoy a new okay. song. That's, That's ambitious. We have so much stuff that we never released, right? Nice. You guys are getting a lot of love on the side of the page here. I don't know if you guys can see it all, but it's like no. the salads were and are one of the most fun loving and humble bands ever. So much talent. Thanks, Brent and the band. Great hearing those stories, fellas. Grant, do Grant, do the next one with your shirt off. <laughs> Thank you, Paula. There Not you go. anymore. <laughs> you knew who that was. <laughs> and then if, and then I, we... if you guys notice though, it is the shirt from the uh from the album cover. So, or not from the album. Oh like, this my gosh! Play dead. Check yeah, it out. Wow. It still fits. Wow. Yeah. What a trip. And I could take, take my shirt off. Take but I'm not it going off. to. Take it off. <laughs> take it off. Stop. Awesome. It. Yeah, Michelle, You're David, driving. Danny. I'm not going to do that to you. Paula, Adam, all you guys. Thanks for tuning in to to hour one with the gents here. Um, where can everybody find you online? Let's uh, let's send you to all the the spots. Go ahead, Mr. D. You first. Um, on Instagram at M I S T A D D, and um, yeah, all kinds of stuff going on. But check it out there. I don't need to talk about me. <laughs> uh, but I do want to say, in a last little uh, two cents, it's super awesome seeing all of your face. Put the, everybody's faces back on there if we could. Oh, you want second. everyone's faces? Yeah, I want right, to see everybody. Trying, let's um, put them all back up here. Sure. It's been awesome seeing all you guys. I fucking miss y'all so much. Even even Grant and Chuck and Dave as well, I mean, <laughs> and, and, and Pfeiffer as well, Pfeiffer yeah. PhD. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's it's been a it's been a trip of uh, a bunch of years for everybody, and uh, uh, but but shit, man. I hope we can all see each other in person again for too great. long. It really goes back. You know what? And too. and yeah. if we can, if someone can rein Zimba in somehow. Uh, you know, we're tried. all still alive. Nothing's, nothing's, yeah, uh, uh, impossible. So, uh, some sort of reunion in some form, whether it's recording or live or what, or a barbecue, is is all nice. in the cards. Michelle Cross, doable, you know? Michelle Cross just commented she would love to see a reunion and great album. Thanks for the awesome interview. So, more people sending love, man. So that's that's someone asking for. Uh, oh, there it is, right there. Yeah, thank you, Michelle. Yeah. yeah, it would be great to hear some new stuff from uh, from everybody on this panel. So. Come back anytime, gentlemen. Uh, anytime, Dusty. If you could actually have Danny just come on instead next time, that'd be great. She was everyone was really stoked <laughs> yeah. when she was here. 
But the that only reason cool. why I'm on is because of her. <laughs> she's the one that was like, you know, she's like, she's if you saw what I was staring at right now, it's just screens and keyboards and this is what she does. So, and nice. yeah, so I play with her now, Danny Strong, Danny Strong Music, and uh, she's awesome too. Uh, but I, I'm dying to play with these motherfuckers again. Uh, and I have talked to Dave. And uh, Dave, the last time I talked to Dave, man, he was he was stoked. So it's just, you know, he's not really, It's hard, he's a hard guy to get in touch with. You just, every once in a while, the phone rings, at least for me. And it's just, it's like once a year, maybe. And it's just like, you know, a few uh, Coronas in and... <laughs> he's he's excited but uh yeah he's just he's he's pretty elusive these days a, a few coronas like 10 <laughs> yes he's like he's like uh the bigfoot in the kootenays where i live right now he's just it's hard to find him i'll so. come up and see you soon i'm the closest to all these guys to you i I'm hope so there. Yeah, I'll I come up so. and see you as soon as they lift the, the, the restrictions. Darren Pfeiffer, thank you, buddy, for coming on. Uh, Chuck, thanks for coming by. Mr. D, great to see you again. Dusty, good to see you, buddy. And uh, you guys, thanks, guys, tune in. Uh, audio version of this comes out on Friday, but that is The Salad celebrating 15 years of the big picture Ow. on the Kids on the Escalator podcast. It's time to move thank on to you. Hockey Talk. You guys are welcome to stick oh, around. Yeah, we got to do our hockey guys. Nerds you're on guys Ice around next. To, you're around to stick around for Nerds on Ice, which happens next. Uh, right. I know another guy. I know two guys that'll stay on. <laughs> Nerds on Ice uh, coming up soon with the guys from Have, have a Listen. And, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we want to introduce, reintroduce everybody there, Brent? So well, we're, we're going to reintroduce in, right. a sec- in a second here. Yeah, so what basically... Uh, anyways, we're back, everybody, uh, on part two, uh, hour two here. Um, we'll go wherever we go. We got Gibby here from the um, Have a Listen uh, podcast on the Dean Blundell Network. Um, we got Dusty here from the Salad sticking around because he needs to get his two cents in. Of course, my co-host, Mr. Uh, Mr. Chris Machetti, and, uh, and I'm the other guy. Of course, we're going to get into this in a second, yeah. which is round one. First um, time since 1979 when my favorite yeah. goalie was playing for the Leafs. Make Palmatier. Palmatier. Palmatier against Dryden, man. I love the way Palmatier was all over the place when I was a kid. Plus, he broke his arm, and I sent him a letter, and he sent me this awesome postcard and stuff, which was cool. But it's funny, because Dryden was my second favorite when I was a little Nargan. Love Dryden. I was like the different hockey masks and Sioux stuff. But yeah, so that was the last time they played, man. And and, and Gibby, do you you remember who uh, won that series in the uh, 1979 (laughs) Leafs-Habs? I'm gonna guess the Leafs. I'm no dude. The, it was the Habs. Habs four and oh man, smoked them, smoked them. Well, they had Larry Robinson, Guy yeah. Lafleur, Bob Gainey, Steve Shutt, Guy Lapointe, Guy Lapointe, Yvonne Lambert, Ken Dryden, and the Leafs were Daryl Sittner, Sittler, Lanny McDonald, Boris Salming, Tiger Williams. So they were outclassed by the by the Habs back then for sure. But these days, Gibby, what do we got, my friend? We got uh, we got a doozy. I'm, we do, huh? I'm curious to see what's going on. I uh, I feel like the Leafs are going to win the series, just because they're they're ahead. They're ahead in the game in the development game. I mean, when you get to draft a guy like Austin Matthews, yeah. I mean, it's a sure thing. Guy's going to be probably one of the greatest scorers that we'll see in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think the Le- the Habs are probably one or two seasons behind the Leafs to be steady competitors but i still i do still think that the habs 
can upset the Leafs. A couple things need to happen. Yeah, well, it's hey. always they're always up for the game, right? Like you know, when when the that's the thing about when the Leafs play the Habs, it almost doesn't matter who's on each team because they're going to elevate their games to as high as they possibly can. And when those teams yeah. are playing, right? Like even if you're not a Canadian uh, individual, I'm sure as a hockey player you feel that you know the red versus the blue there, which is awesome. See, oh, yeah, I, I've sure. uh, ho- I've like hockey, comic books, and Kiss is what I grew up on. And it wasn't quite in that order, but it was really close. You know what I mean? And and my as I mm-hmm. say, my dad took me to the games all the time, brought me through, and loved it, loved it. But what a great time we have coming up for this! I'm super stoked. I, I really can't wait. I've been watching some of the other games too, but the Leafs have a tough team this year, which is different than any other year in the playoffs. Man, my wild card is Felino. Can you guys believe the Leafs got Felino? That's a good. That was a good ad, dude. He's tough. He he punched yeah. the he punched the Leafs out last playoffs, man. Yeah, yeah. punched them out. Yeah, he did. Hey, man. Him Three years and- ago, that was the guy I was hoping for. Trade deadline. It was the right. guy. I said they need toughness. They need toughness. They had all the skill in the world, but the everything in me was like, if they don't bring in some sort of toughness, because they sure as didn't have it in the defense. No, that uh, you know they got to bring it up front, and uh, they, you know Simmons is is great, but then he got hurt. Felino comes in, you're like, oh my gosh, there it is, and then he gets hurt. And uh, Hyman's great as an agitator, but yeah, I'm so excited about Felino, man. I, I hope too, he buddy. plays well. Yeah. yeah, he will. He'll be up for this game. He's, you know, his dad was Canadian, right? And then until he moved to played with the Leafs, man. States. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember his jump, right? Yeah. I love his helmet. He had the round helmet there and stuff. But yeah, I think yeah, he should be wearing his helmet cool. of his dad. I think he should be wearing his dad's helmet. <laughs> He'd get a concussion first hit, but you know. Hey, look, look what we have here. Mikey B. Mikey than a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> look at this. Hey, Dusty, look at this shit. Look what this guy's got around his I know. neck. I'm pulling out the, uh, the Bubba Ray Dudley uh, wearing the belt around the <laughs> nice. neck. I like Chris Candido yeah, as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. Welcome to Nerds on Ice, Mike. Nerds uh, on Ice. And we've got uh, we got a new guest here today. We got Gibby from the Have a Listen podcast. Hey, uh, great guy on the on the Dean Bundell Network, and uh, we, got he's, uh, we, we figured we'd bring one Montreal Canadian fan on the show and <laughs> we'll just hammer the shit out of him. We'll be kind, which is we'll great. Uh, of course, Have a Listen, uh, part of the Dean Bundell Playoff Pricks oh, uh, that's oh, happening oh. happening weekly, where the guys are going to come on and uh, give their takes on everything that's happening. Uh, because these guys get paid the big bucks. Wow, look at so that. We've You're got a lot, real show here. You see that promo? Good job. Fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. Moving right up. There. Look, there you go. Look at that promo. I like There's that. There's Bundell's playoff pricks. So anyways, Chris, you've got to ch- something for everybody here, don't you? Did you make a chart? Well, I was just going to take picks of what's going on, but we should go over some more of these details between the Leafs and the Habs because there's so much more we could go over here between what's going on, right? Like, uh, does anybody – so who, who does uh, the Habs have in net – is, is Price going to be back for this officially? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Price will be back. Price he will be back. back. Yeah, and so he played, he played last night in Laval, um, right. him and Gallagher. And um, I didn't see the game. Uh, I was yeah. on another podcast as well. Um, but uh, apparently, according to Twitter... He uh, he had a little bit of a rough game, but mm-hmm. I'm not again. I'm not I'm not too worried. It's, it's the, the other goal. He's playing well too. What's the other goalie's name? Jake Allen. Jake he's Allen. playing well this too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's a blue. Yeah, right? he's, he, was, he used to be with the blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the yeah. Blues. Right, right, right. Well, that was a yeah. good game last night. The uh, Abs and the Blues. Did you, you guys see? That? Not to get way off topic, but wow, great rough game, yeah. man. I love yeah. it. You're love getting uh, Canadians are getting the Canadians are getting Price back, Gallagher back, and mm-hmm. Shane Weber back. Yeah. Yes, and then uh, Phil Deneau is coming back as well because he was out with a, a probably a week or two with a concussion, 
And I'm trying to think of another guy. Yeah, they Weber. got some. They got some gunslingers coming back. I didn't know Weber was out as well. Yeah, Weber was out probably for a week, okay. week and a half. Yeah, now, are they rushing any of these guys back? Does anybody know, or is this like, are they okay? Well, Gallagher was out for six to eight weeks with the broken thumb. Right. Um, so I don't think he's rush. He's being rushed back. He looked all right yesterday, apparently. Uh, Shea Weber, I don't know. Shea Weber's a. a a coin flip. I I, how, I don't know what know? what I'm going to get. Thirty five. I want to say he should still have a four. He should, he should at least have one more year in him here, right? <laughs> Going against yeah, the I don't playoff. I don't know if he if he's playing this season injured or whatnot, but he he's he's looked a little rough. Yeah, that's Definitely always tough when they play injured, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Dusty, yeah. fellow BCer living in uh, Vancouver Canucks country. Uh, Takeaways from or, or your predictions on uh, on round one, and then also being a Leaf fan in Canuck country. Well, oh, yeah, I get this from my brother all the time back in Barrie, Ontario. But um, he's like, "Hey, you wearing your Canucks jersey tonight?" And I'm like, "I'm four hours from Calgary, you moron! Like, if I could wear one, I'd be there." Like, you know, if you move to British Columbia, everybody in Ontario is like, "Oh, so how's Vancouver?" And I'm like, "I'm in the." Like I'm, I'm two hours from the Alberta border. Like, I mean, and anyway, so, and I was excited about the Canucks, but I'm a hockey, a Canadian hockey fan. Uh, growing up in Ontario, I always loved Edmonton and I liked Calgary, uh, but I'm always a Leafs fan. So uh, for me, I'm nervous as I'm I, I, like most Leaf fans should be. If I was a, a pundit on TV, I'd be like, Leafs, you're going to take it in five, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, with what I've seen over the last, you know, few years, it, it's to be playing the Habs is the greatest thing and the most terrifying thing because if they, if they fold, you know, it's going to be a nightmare. I don't think they will. I think Campbell's been great if he gets a good start in game one. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the way things are going to go. Uh, at the same time, I mean, and, and Price has been hurt. So I just hope they get on him, and I hope Felino's in front of the net. I hope Hyman's back so he can just be a total prick. <laughs> and, you know, and I love Carey Price, you know, as a player for Canada. But yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. I do. I, I love a lot of the players, you know, mm-hmm. it, but, you know, come on. It's been a lot. It's been years and years and years. Last year when we went down, you know, I, I threw my jersey and I was like, that's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I can't do it anymore. I'm finished. And then mm-hmm. the preseason started and this jersey was back on. And I was like, <laughs> where can the kids go so we can watch the game? I've taped it. You know, I had like, you know, six beers and a cooler and I had a pizza on order. Like, <laughs> let's go. Mm-hmm. So I'm obviously it's it's never going to. I can't help it. I can't help it. I, I want them to win so badly. I think everything in me says they should. I think they brought in the toughness that yeah, they I needed, but it's the defense still, even though their first pairing is great. And I can't believe how well Hall has uh, been playing because mm-hmm. uh, he was, you know, yeah, he made me nervous for a long time, but he's played so good this year. And then Dermot's been great. Uh, 
we'll see. Uh, you know, I don't want to even bring up Matthews and Marner. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. They, they got so many older, older guys yeah. on there too, that are playing to win, not playing for the paycheck, which right. is great. Um, that was Montreal. Montreal is going to be great. Uh, oh yeah. Know, Cause but, they, again, right, they, they I don't want them to be this hitters. year. No, <laughs> it's going to be a great series. Though. There's so many yeah. fans across uh, Canada or Ontario, or at least that are waiting for this to happen. You know what I mean? Um, I, I'm totally stoked about it. I personally, yeah, I personally think that the Leafs are going to take it this year. I think this is the Leafs, the Leafs year to uh, to finally make it by the first round. But also, I think that they got some goaltending depth this time too. I think also as well is uh, you know. Freddie's waiting, right? Freddie's just waiting because he's not going to get the start. But you know, he's just waiting to say, "Oh yeah, I'll give me a chance, give me a chance," which could be good for his brain, his noggin, right? Like his goalies are strange that way. But that mm-hmm. could be instead of being confident. Oh, I know, I'm the guy. It doesn't matter. I could lose like seven to nothing. I'm playing the next game. So this could be good for him. This could be good for him to give him a little bit of a challenge, and then he can pick his game up a bit because he's one of the Leafs that in the past really didn't rise during the playoffs. You know what I mean? He was great during the season. When the playoffs hit, he was just like your average goalie. Um, whereas, like we're seeing in the Wild, uh, the Minnesota Wild, their goalie is just fantastic. The other night, they're unbelievable, unbelievable. But you see, like last year with the Canucks in the playoffs, the Demko stole that whole series for them. You got to watch those uh, hot goalies, against, huh? Yeah, and it was crazy, and it uh, it was amazing to watch them him rise out of nowhere, you know, out of the shadow and uh, of Markstrom and and take it over. And uh, it was funny when the Canucks didn't sign him. Okay, or didn't sign Markstrom, and they're like, "We're going to go with Demko." And everyone's like, "Okay, well, this is going to be an interesting kind of thing." And Markstrom had a bad, didn't have a great year in Calgary, and Demko was great until he went down and injured. So I haven't seen that out of Toronto lately. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to um, like a goalie stealing it over the last couple of years, yeah. it's really well, going to be a Bryce, thing. Mikey, Bryce what do you think, Mike? Yeah, Bryce could steal it too. Uh, you know this. <laughs> I'm 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 with you on this. I think Soupy Soupy is is the piece of the puzzle, one of the pieces of the puzzle that's been missing. And to what you were saying, Chris, Freddie, it's amazing because there are goaltenders in the league uh, that uh, swear by the fact that Freddie Anderson is one of the highly, most highly respected. And they think he's one of the best goalies. Mm -hmm. And it blew my mind when I heard (laughs) that. I don't want to say which goalie said this, but, Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, uh, I think I think uh, I think Soupy is he's the guy. He's the Thatcher Demko of this season. Nice. Because I mean he's the, the story has been perfect. I mean what he's 17 18 2 and 2 was that the final the final byline on him? Something or like 17, that. 17 2 and 2 or 17 yeah, and he well, anyway. Broke a, broke a new record too, right? And the if you watch in any game that he's he's played, the guys play for him. And that's mm-hmm. something you never really saw with Freddie. I mean, yeah, they see yeah, Freddie's our guy, and but the way the players in front of him played for for Jack Campbell, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that right there. And you can see, you know, it's always shown. You know, when when uh, he makes a stop, if the defenseman's there, you know, he'll tap him on the shins. You know, like he's he's so into it. And I think that's mm-hmm. what's the the guys are feeding off that. Uh, Felino was a hell of a pickup. Oh yeah, um, God, and really no, that's it's it's what they've been missing: grit, grit, toughness, aggressiveness, and that's the one thing that scares me with the Montreal matchup. Montreal, out of all the other North teams, has been the only team that's really shown any aggression or any sort of physicality. Yeah. And what the Leafs have to do is they've got to, you know, they've got to make their mark early, mm-hmm. and that's why uh, you know some people are saying the the fourth line, you know, the old guys. Uh, 
I I love it. I think it's I, I think that's a, a, just a great fourth line. Plus, you move Simmons up to to the first line every once in a while just to you know uh, keep guys in check so that yeah, they're not going after right. Martin Matthews. Yeah, it's good and to have that. Hey, Gibby, what's your take on Toronto? <laughs> you give us your your breakdown of the of that. We don't. Yeah. So let's hear what you got. So for me, I think adding a guy like Brody was something that you guys needed to do for the past three or four years. Um, you need, you need, a, you need a guy that was going to help uh, Riley. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your top six is really good. Um, your third line is who's on the third line right now. Well, we got, <laughs> no, we got Kerfoot. Yeah. We got uh, Na- was Riley Nash, I believe. And, uh, and, the, other, and the other soup guy. McKayev, Where does that yeah. come in? McKayev, Riley Nash. Yeah, because yeah, he, he's he coming played, in. He hasn't played, right? Nope. No. Just popping him in because he, so he was another guy that, that beat the crap out of the Leafs on the Bruins and when he was on yeah. Columbus, right? So they're picking on Thorn. The thing is, if he doesn't work out, they put back in, oh, what's the gentleman's name? Uh, Delchenyuk. Yeah, who gets bounced around. Everywhere. They pop him back in there, I guess, right? I don't know why they're pulling him out. Yeah, well, they're going to give Nash a try, right? As I mentioned, just because yeah. he's been such a, a thorn in their side. Um, I, I think Spezza is going to be one of, another one that's uh, going to pop out here and just be like, "Wow, look at him go!" Yeah, yeah. I think I think like I said, you guys you guys look a lot better than previous years. I think you guys mm-hmm. got you guys got some grit. You guys got some toughness. That was definitely what you guys have been missing in the playoffs. Um, definitely. I think Colin what it's going to come. Colin wants us to recognize uh, Goyette and Wickenizer too, because they're playing a massive role with the Leap organization right now. Through that, cheers to that. Development. I think yeah. Wickenizer is now the head of player development and Dr. 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 Wickenizer. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there you go, Paula. Absolutely. Big time. Big time on that. I, I think uh, with, yeah. with the. Uh, with with regards to the the toughness and and I think the the one thing that's kind of the wild card here, I, and I've noticed this watching a lot of the uh, the other division playoff matches, the cap series is insane. Oh, it's good. Uh, yeah. The caps are deadly, and I I worry a little bit about when the North teams sync up with with the other divisions 100%. because because yeah. there's a different level of physicality that I don't think we've seen uh, a lot this this season and you know the Leafs have got some some really good speed but the speed means nothing if they're getting stonewalled at the blue line and can't mm. do it like this this power play has been you know abysmal it's it's because they caught on like other teams caught on to to the Leafs weakness and it's you know it's this aggression it's 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 really that's that's the one thing that kind of worries me about the Montreal matchup is that I think you know if if they don't sort of mark their territory and and show some aggression right off the bat I you know Marner's and Marner and Matthews they can they can skate all they want but if if they're shattered if they're getting hit mm-hmm. they're you know the, all that's got to be the game plan right? right it's like shut down Marner's and Matthew that's got to be the game plan so Gibby who who do they stick on Matthews man Phil Deneau oh yeah 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 for sure Phil Deneau he's probably he's probably one of the I'd say top seven shutdown nice. centers in the league. So that's one of the um, games inside the games we're going to be looking yeah, at, right? Sure. I love and, it. I love I th- it. I think I can't remember who it was. I believe it was either McDavid or Matthews. They said he's the biggest pain in the ass when it comes to Phil Deneau. Like, nice, like nice. biggest pain in the ass to play against. Um, but yeah, going back on the um, on the uh, on the 
like once everything transitions to uh, outside the North division, mm-hmm. it, it's funny that you say that. Cause outside my bracket, I have the, in my, for my playoff bracket, I have the Leafs coming out of the North division, but right. losing, losing to the caps right oh, away. That, I'm thinking it's going to be the Leafs and the caps as well, buddy. I'm just, I'm just riding on who's going to be injured and who's still going to be in the game. And mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? I can kind of go from there, but yeah, I'm feeling you on that. I'm well, this, that. this first round is, is going to be, it's going to be taxing for a lot of those teams. I, I think we're going to see some six and seven game series. The, the Pittsburgh Islanders series, like that's that's going to go the distance. Um, I think you're going to see four game series in the second round. I think yeah, you're going to see like when they get out of the, the, uh, when they get out point. of the north, and it's like, hey, we won the north or whoever. Then they're going to start matching up against Pittsburgh or the Islanders or somebody whoever comes out of the north. It could be Edmonton. Fuck sakes, we don't know. Mm. But whoever comes out of the north has got to match up with these people, uh, with these teams, and it's going to be like, fuck, we like. We haven't had a chance to adjust to them all year. And this is going to be the interesting part of of the playoffs this year. I yeah, think it's when right? all these teams split over until and start playing other teams because you didn't get a chance to compile any of the shit points this year. Right. You really yep. just played yeah. against your teams. And then now you're gonna to have to how the fuck do we play against Minnesota? Have right? you guys seen the have you guys seen the like the Florida Tampa Bay oh, highlights yeah. those games? Yeah. Stamkos is. I want to tape every one of those games because those look like the most exciting games I've seen so far. They're beating each other up. Ridiculous. Yeah, they're beating each other up, but it's it's the passing is perfect. Mm -hmm. Uh, The goaltending is great. It's aggressive. It's everything that we want, and I'm just crossing my fingers that we're going to get the same thing because you know. But that that's the one I never thought I'd give a you know, I, I wouldn't care about. And now I'm like going, I kind of think I'm going to tape those games and watch those before I go to work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> you know? just Seriously. got back a gentleman on defense there. I can't remember his name. He hadn't played all year. Dude, come in and got what a goal and two uh, assists and just ran the team. One of the defensemen. I can't no, it's Kucherov. No, it's Kucherov. 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 Yeah. Kucherov. 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 Yeah. Hadn't played and all he, year. Yeah. Steps in and just like, nah, here I am. Give me the fuck. I own this. That's kind of so, uh, me, guys. Do we know how this is going to lay uh, play out? I mean, there'll be more of this on the uh, on the on the playoff pricks, uh, you know, the show that's coming up on Blund- on the Blundell Network as far as like breaking it all down. But do we know, um, Gibby, guy, like Mike, uh, uh, Grant, Chris, about how they're going to like? You got the Toronto, you got the North, and then who does the North play next? Do they play the East? Are they playing the, like, or are they play, North how, plays how East, are they, Central plays How are they splitting? West. Yeah, how are they splitting no, it up like after that? No, it's, I, it, I heard. I heard it's going to be a complete reseed. Yeah, oh, really? based off of, yeah. So there's oh, no like. So we could potentially have two Eastern Conference teams playing in the Stanley Cup Stanley final Cup this final. year. Oh, that is yeah, interesting. that's good info. So bizarre. Yeah, yeah it's going to be that's weird. Really... It, I mean, it's it's kind of it's kind of cool how it's working out, but like, I just I miss playing other teams like Tampa and. All those guys, but it, it's it's kind of a, a neat way that they they prep this this season. The one yeah. the one wild card here that uh, hasn't been talked about a lot, but uh, based on the news today that the Canadians are going to uh, be welcoming spectators back on the twenty eighth. Oh, that's, that's awesome. the plan. Uh, watching some of those watching some of those American teams, uh, and and they've got crowds like that. Washington crowd was small, but they were loud. They were loud too, right? And, and this this will be a difference maker because <laughs> last year in the playoffs, it was. Um, 
Adam, like our, our, our friend Adam there, who's my hockey nerd buddy, which was why I was late tonight because we were talking hockey. Like, can you but, tell him to get on this show and talk yeah. hockey? For fuck's sake. It's not like yeah, he's, 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 he's in here. We him going. He will be it's joining like, us. It's he's, not like he's, he's, you know, what's he's he doing promised, down there? Working out and working out and being a dad. What's his problem? He's <laughs> promised he will, he will join us on this show. We were talking about this. And last year, uh, it was it was interesting because it was almost all about skill that that X factor of the crowd and and sort of the momentum shifts that come with a home crowd like there there was yeah. no home ice advantage last year this year different story when you start getting into crowds and they can really make a difference you know in those tight games especially you know when we get into play and it's going to be rabid because you've had an entire season where you haven't been able to be at live hockey games now you're going to get the chance 2500 fans is going to sound like 25000 fans mm-hmm. so yeah. it's it's very cool that montreal is is sort of prepping for that uh, I don't know what the uh, it's Ontario. I don't know what we're going to do. What do you think about that? You're going to go to a Montreal game, buddy, or what? I got to make the drive because I'm actually in Ontario. Sure, so. but yeah, that's fine. I'm gonna, you're, I'm you're, the third, you're the third kind of Leaf fan. So there's three kinds of Leaf fans. There's the realistic one, the unrealistic one, and the Hab fan. Those are the three. <laughs> <laughs> so you're learning about for that game, man. I know. I don't know how expensive. Right. Final it's predictions be. on Let's round see. one. Final predictions on round one. On you want to go through? Do you want to go through everything, Brent? Not now. Sure. You rhyme it You rhyme off. You rhyme off the series, Chris, and we'll give predictions. And you guys, you guys, tell me who you think. So, okay. So first, well, we go. Okay, on, we got Chris, Leafs and Habs. Chris, one more second. What we got? It's we got to take six seconds to recognize. I <laughs> love it. Nerds on Nerds ice. Nerds on ice. <laughs> that was really All right, Chris, shut okay. them out. Say, okay, so Leafs versus Habs. We start, we'll start with you, Brent. Uh, I got Leafs in six. Okay. We'll just keep going across the top, my friend. Leafs Grant. in six. Yep, okay. Grant, Leafs in six. Same thing? Yep. Okay. And then we're, are we guys seeing the same as I? So that would be okay. Gibby up next. Okay, uh, I'll say Leafs in five. Okay, you want to re- hold on a second. You want to say that again for your listeners on the podcast? <laughs> we can do a hey, second. Nice. They all, they all know. They all know. <laughs> okay, Mike, what do you got, buddy? I'm, I'm, I'm with Gibby. Leafs in five. If I, I would go, I would go sweep. But uh, I think we're going to see. We'll, we'll see five games. Okay, I'm saying Leafs in six. I was the same as same as the other dudes here. Okay, it's we got another series. I worry about. I know, right? Yeah, I go goaltending and injuries. Okay, so our next series here, boys, we got... Now, some of these have started, but let's just go through it. We got the Pens and the Islanders. I'm going to go. Are you taking off, dude? Guys, I got to go. Okay, no problem, All right, brother. buddy. Good to see Thanks. you. That's Grant with the Thank salads. You. Thanks, Thanks for joining us today, so buddy. Thanks for having me and keeping me in this, guys. I appreciate it so much. Thank Love you. It. No problem, Thank brother. You. Thank Thanks, you. Grant. Thanks, Grant. Okay, so Brent, who do you got for Pens versus Isles? Pens versus Isles. Uh, I'm going to go with Islanders. I love the Pens, but I I, I like uh, I think the Islanders are deadly down low. So I'm yeah, they are the a tough team, man. If their home crowd was there in full force, that would like help at least one game. They're nuts. Yeah, I like the I'm, Islanders, I'm, even though I'd like to see Sid win another one. But Islanders. Right. Okay, Gibby, what do you got? I got Islanders in six. Ooh, nice. Okay, Mike. Pens in five. Whoa, look at that guy. Nine. There yeah. you go. You got you got to throw uh, a wrench in the system there. Okay. Yeah. Okay, they great today. 
Uh, they did. They did. Okay, so, so, okay, so your, prediction, your prediction's still all right then. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. And then we got Caps and Bruins who are tied up at one, as one as well. This is a this is a good series. This is a tough one too. I, man, I, I, it's cool that Char is on the opposite team of Boston. That's like another yeah. game inside the game, right? Okay, Brent, who do you got? Oh, Washington's so goddamn good, but I'm gonna Ooh. I'm going with Boston, Whoa. and I'll tell you why because those fuckers always seem to ruin everyone's life. So I'm going. With they Boston. do. They do. I'm okay, gonna go with Boston. We don't have to call I, a game. How many games? If unless you want to, I got uh, I got caps in six. Or, caps yeah, in caps, six. Caps in six. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. Mike. Uh, Taylor Hall. Uh, great pickup great for them. Night. Great pickup. Marshawn. Like uh, that was. I, I love that shot at the end of the game. You know, and and kudos to Hall. Is like, yeah, I've been working out in Marshawn's light. So you <laughs> yeah. know, it's really catch him. Uh, I'm going Bruins in seven. Bruins. Yeah. It's gonna be. That's gonna be Hall. The, Hall's gonna have a big impact in that. Yeah, series. the caps. Sure. The caps are deadly. It's no. it's gonna be a tough series, but I still think, like you said, the Bruins have this thing. Yeah, it's this, just find this a way. Thing. I, I so, loved what um, I loved watching uh, Hall last night though, Taylor Hall, because he doesn't know his teammate or his line mates, and he's so faster than them. He's just like, give me the damn puck, man, get out of the way. <laughs> and you could tell he was going to score that goal because he was just like looking up ice, starting over, you know, like. But he wasn't gelling. I don't think he's gelling with his line mates, man. I think he's just it's me. Go follow they me. Have, they can have just... Louis Erickson back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, all right. So what got next? Sorry, TJ Oshie. Oh man, like he's he's gonna have a hell of a series too. So yeah, he that's why he was on the Blues. Man, yeah. I couldn't stand him when he was on the Blues. Wow. Yeah. I, it's funny. I hate the Blues because I had a student who used to come in all the time and tell me they're the best team in the world. And he was just a little guy, right? But <laughs> and he used to just the Blues, the Leafs are the worst. They suck. They suck. And he would just go on and on, right? Like a little. Yeah, he liked the Blues so much that it made me hate them. Okay, so we got now. Oh, oh okay. So the Hurricanes and the Preds, man. How about the Hurricanes? Gotta, what the hell? I got to go Hurricanes just because of, uh, I, I got to go Hurricanes just because they got the momentum going and they got the crowd to your point, yeah. Mike. I think they're just they going to light it up. They're going to light it up. Gibby? Yeah, I got I got uh, Carolina in six. I think, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, the goalie, Ned Jolovic yeah. or whatever. <laughs> you just Ned, call him Larry. Just call him Big Larry. Ned. Larry the goalie. Um, I, think, I think he's going to be the goalie, the Bennington of this playoffs. Oh yeah. Nice. I like it. All right, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Canes. Yeah. Say bye Preds. Yeah. That's it for the Preds. Okay. Brent Panthers and lightning, my friend. Oh yeah. The good story is Florida is the Panthers beating the Stanley cup champions, which you always have these in these kind of uh, tales. I'm not sure. That they're strong enough. I am going to say it's going to go to seven games, but I Woo-hoo. think you're going to have. I think you're going to have Tampa take it down. Ew. I think Kucherov is uh, is hungry, and I think that's going to be the difference. Yeah, so. yeah. True that. True that. All right, Gibby, what do you got for us, buddy? I got Tampa in seven. I think Ooh, I, that's going to be a tough series, I, I, huh? Yeah, Kucherov is. That's kind of a sketchy thing that they did this year, but whatever. Yeah, what right. <laughs> Again, that's a story inside of a story. That's yeah. something you want forever, yeah. though, man. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you got Tampa as well? Tampa and seven, yeah. Okay, Mike, buddy? I will. Well, Tampa for sure, uh, mm. whether it's five or six. I mean, they're as of right now, they are leading 2-1 with two minutes to go. So uh, Vasilevsky, is, he's going to be standing on his head again. So I'm going with Tampa. I'll say six, but probably five. Okay. 
All right. Now, this is a game that I watched last night that I really dug was the Avs versus the Blues. And I think the Avs are going to just, wow, what a team. Anyway, go ahead, Brent. Okay, I got the Avs all the way. Yeah, man. Uh, to, the fun, to the Stanley Cup final. And that's just strictly because Kadri winning the Cup on there. is about to explode. <laughs> Kadri, Kadri winning the Cup will basically melt the city of Toronto into the ground. Yeah, that's so I, I have a, I have an I have Avs going all the way. Uh, well, kinda. I have two. I, I have a, like an abs, an abs nights kind of. Uh, I'm I'm up in the air, but I'm thinking the abs are going to go all the way. I, That's I had, funny I though because you, you got Kessel who left and got a cup. You got <laughs> oh, what's the centerman that just left and went to the Blues and got a cup? Uh, oh, Steen? was it? Steen? Oh, Steen. No, no, no. There was another one. A new no. He just left. Recently? He was buddies with Marner. Oh, yeah, he was yeah, buddies yeah, with yeah. Marner last year. I know what you. I, yeah. Oh, uh, it's killing me. So yeah, you're gonna have. And I, he I'm left gonna, and now Kadri left. So yeah, I'm gonna go Abs. I, I took okay, half good. that team on my playoff pool this year. Oh, dude, Abs. Yeah. So Gibby, what do you think, bud? I got Abs and Tyler Bozak. By the way, that's Tyler it. Bozak. Tyler Bozak. Yeah, Thank yeah, you, Bozak. The Flozak. Flozak. Yeah. So yeah. So he he won a cup. Okay. So sorry, Gibby. Who did you have there? Abs and four. I abs and four. Yeah. 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 Mike, what you saying, buddy? Uh, yeah. Abs and five. Yeah. Colorado is. Yeah. They'll, they'll take one night off, huh, bud? Uh, they'll give one we'll back. take one night off. Right well, on. Okay, here's our last one. Game. And this surprised me. As I say, the Wilds goal, it was amazing. Yeah. Uh, Vegas Knights versus the Wild, Brent. What are you saying? Okay, so I had Knights Leafs final. If I can tell you, that's what I was, oh, I was hoping it would be a light. Uh, uh, like there would just be a run here of a Knights Leafs final. Yeah. That was my original prediction. And then, but that's what I was seeing a game and then watching the other game and watching Minnesota play them the way they did. I was like, ooh. Vegas, I love Flurry in there, um, and I'd love nothing more than Flurry, who should be the MVP this year, or at least be up for um, uh, for the yeah the blah, 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 the tro- Vesna. Um, like the Vesna. Thank Vesna. you, Fuck. Jesus, nerds on ice. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yes, the the Vesna. Um, I, but I think well, after watching Minnesota play the way they did, I think that they're gonna foil. So I think I think, think wow. I think Minnesota is going to surprise wow. them in, in seven. No. Really? In I wasn't expecting. I wasn't expecting to see Minnesota play the way they did. So yeah, that was. Yeah. I actually bought the Sportsnet package for this month and month and just so I could win friggin' games because I'm loving it. Okay, Gibby, who do you got for the Vegas and for the Wild? That's a good series. Uh, yeah, should be. Uh, I got Vegas in six. I think. Um, yes. I think Vegas is just too good. I think they'll bounce back. And I think, yeah, Talbot was good, but mm-hmm. uh, all year they've been, those goalies, the the two goalies have been kind of wishy-washy. So I think that's what it's kind of come down to. You think he had a lucky game there, huh, bud? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think Vegas yeah, no, is going right? yeah. to adapt to it and they'll end up winning. All right. Mike, our last one. What do you got, my friend? Yeah, Vegas... <sighs> I, I was I was with Brent on this one. I actually that my call was Vegas is going to go all the way this year. So you're picking the Vegas? Uh, yeah, I'm taking Vegas. I'll I'll go six, but yeah, I I, I think they're yeah they're there we go inevitable. Now here's what we got to do inevitable. is when the round or when round two starts, we congregate here together again. And uh, we'll see how well we all did, my friend. Either and, that, and, or and, we all huh? either that, or we all invade. This show, <laughs> and we all get on over there. The playoff it's bricks. Like a, it's airing. It's like Let's a Marvel, do it. It's a Marvel team up. It's like a Marvel team oh up. I love it's it. Yeah. It's a crossover Star-Star. event of the century. 
Starts Thursday on the Blundell Network. All right, That's we got to go. It. We got to we got to keep going on other stuff here for a minute. Um, Chris and I got a, a bunch of other things to get to. So, around the horn, let's do this as we do it. Gibby, have a listen. Where can people find you and all the things? Uh, you can find us on at the Team Blundell Network, obviously. Um, greatest team in the world. Uh, you can also hey. find us at, on Twitch. Everything's just have a listen. Pretty simple. Twitch, uh, Anchor, Spotify, YouTube, everything you, whatever you guys want to look at, we're there. Just have a listen. Hey, hey Gibby, did you think we were going to give you like a really hard time on here tonight? Or yeah, just- yeah. I thought you guys were going to give me shit. <laughs> I thought I, I was. People think that about just talking about Star Wars and, and it's Spider-Man. It's like, and they're like, well, this was really easy. I thought you guys were going like, to hit me with these hard questions, be mean to me. And it's like, nah, man, no, we're, we're not yeah, like, we're we, only mean nice. to Mike. We just, we talk we're some only hockey. mean to Mike. <laughs> I was on, Mike. I was on the well. Leafs fan cast yesterday and uh, oh, another Dean Blundell uh, yeah. team members and they were just ripping me, man. Oh, no, we wouldn't do that. No, no. <laughs> see, no see, I we're appreciate comic, it. We're comic book nerds, so we're, we're pretty passive and, and, and until we get the skates on and we're on the ice, then it's, well, it's all over. But yeah. it's all... Yeah, buddy. but thanks for coming on the show, man. We, I really appreciate, I appreciate it. it myself because I was asking Brandon, I was like, dude, we got to get a Habs fan on here, man. He's like, I got somebody. Yeah. I got somebody. <laughs> right on. Yeah, really nice to meet you, on. Gibby. Nice to meet you, buddy. Brad. Nice to meet you, boys, too. Right on, Gibby. Come back right. anytime, brother. Thanks a lot, boys. Anytime. Take care. Okay, cheers. Yeah, and uh, then there's this guy. Why don't you tell everyone where they can where they can find you on all the things, Mike? Oh, you know, there's lots going on these days, boys. You know, that's what I'm saying, right? Uh, it's it's funny. Uh, yes. By the way, uh, Adam does uh, send his best. He will come on the podcast. He's he's been a, a bit busy, uh, as you can probably tell. We won't ask him any um, wrestling questions, man. No wrestling yeah, questions. No, he's uh, no, he's he's totally down with the next uh, nerd hockey talk. So you know, once we get to maybe through the first round, uh, I'm sure he's now be seven times more than a week. happy to join. <laughs> it's now yeah. seven times a week. Well, awesome. Well, tonight, the the thing is, he he's got his he's got his leaf hockey room that he that he built for yeah. you know in, in the place and he's got a new tv in there so tonight it was tech nerd mike uh helping him sort of work through some technical issues with his tv because man playoffs like the the most important of the playoffs starts thursday so yeah dude. he's uh he was he was in a little bit of a panic and you know beth had called me up the other day and she's like can you help us out? <laughs> <laughs> man, if i could fly down i would but you know it's a border thing and uh by the way uh shouts to uh to james uh, jb uh, official jb JB Toys for Look at you know, that, the dude. belt. I'm gonna do it the right way. Yeah. That's so uh, cool. So I had to uh, wow. cheap plug Ola for him. Um, you know what? I, same old, same old. Although I will say, Brent, uh, you might hear me a little bit more over the next uh, couple of weeks out on the West Coast there. So because I got oh, some, uh, I got. Are you going to be part of a thing now? I'm well going to be part of a thing that's a part of your uh, wonderful province out there. I'm doing a little work for uh, you know a. a something out there that i can't really talk about but it's it's bc related so is it uh, uh, is it is it the bonnie henry's uh spoken word album and you're gonna narrate it no it's we not lost. i'm doing uh, it's oh, all good oh, where am i am i back hang on hang on are we there we had you you're gone you're here you're out there he goes i'm here there he is uh, there you go you like, he likes okay. to do the thing 
Sorry, sorry. No, I'm uh, I'm uh, going to be doing the uh, audiobook for the Grapes of Wrath. Uh, oh, cool. That's, that's no, here I'm are the sorry. grapes, and here's the wrath. <laughs> yes. Uh, no, I, but it but it is something to do with. I I just I can't cool. really. It's all good. Say. But anyway, no problem. So yeah, we break, that, we break news on this. We break news on this. Well, you come know, back and break the I, news. I have I have to like at least make it seem like I'm doing something of relative importance. You know, when I'm not here on the most important of the podcasts. So we appreciate. Uh, very Exciting. No, no, it's all good, man. So, uh, so we yeah, got you, we got you registered here, Mike, for your your predictions. We're going to come back again, and Dude, oh, we'll tell- see you before then. But I'm hanging yeah. on to these, so we have them am- for when we do loop back. I am so psyched. Uh, this yeah, just this series. Oh man, there's so much, so much, so much good happening. Yeah. Uh, we should do a watching party where we're all watching the game, to kind of you know on our on the screen now those are big apparently which is yeah which which is a great thing but man if the leafs start losing that's that'll be so funny that'll be the funny part because i'm that way too if i have a leaf shirt on they're losing i rip it off i take the hat i whip it over here yeah it's it's well and that's the nice thing about the belt too like if they start losing (laughs) if there's a habs fan nearby then they get the old belt shot and then uh you know I love it, buddy. I love That's it. the way it works. So, uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, guys uh, and and Brent, sorry about the Canucks. I, I really am, you know. Hey, yeah. listen, they're still playing. I got some great playoff hockey hey, happening right now. Hey, you hey, know, four, the four two, they beat they beat Calgary tonight. So, not that's, to mention, they came back for nothing. They came back for nothing the other night and just lost yeah. an OT. But that was a hell of a game. Yeah. I'm getting playoff hockey. It's just ending in a day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, well, you know, then we then we then blue and white kicks in. So, Michael. Well, it's gonna be great, boys. Thanks for hanging out in. for Nerds boys. on Ice. We'll see you uh shortly, my friend. Absolutely. Go Leafs go. Go Leafs go. That right, has boys. been Peace out. Nerds on Ice. That's cool. That? That's great. How about, how about that shit? That was good two hours. We're, we're doing yeah, it. Yeah, we're All getting right. there. You got some stuff to get to. Okay, we got news. So I I did want to talk about New Jack. The wrestler New Jack from ECW uh, passed away. That's where he's most known from as ECW. Now, here's the thing about yeah. New Jack is he was a very dangerous wrestler. Yes, he mm. was. Um, we also should have kept Mike on for this to talk about it. But New Jack was a very dangerous wrestler. But here's the thing. I don't know, Brent, if you've ever been in a room, the only white person in a room full of people where you're the only white dude. Just sure. saying. Um, New Jack, that was his life. He was the only black guy wherever he went. And he was wrestling. He started in Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. So here's how New Jack's matches started. Um, Go home, N-word. Get out of here, N-word. You know, and as he would progress to win his matches, it would get even more. More violent, more uh, agitating towards him, more disrespectful towards Mm. him. So he got more and more angry and more and more angry, and he took it to levels that he probably shouldn't have. But some of the stuff he did was super entertaining. Um I was a big fan. I'm just getting out of the way. Everybody who's going to be yelling at me going, no, he wasn't safe. He was a terrible wrestler. He was on cocaine all the time. The guy had a stupid rough life. And if you can type in and have a a life as rough as maybe New Jack had, then maybe we'll discuss it. If not, don't want to hear it. So anyway, New Jack, man, Um, rest in peace, New Jack. Was he 58 years old? And of course, it was heart troubles. Um, He had some great... some great matches with Vic Grimes way up high. Um, there was the mass transit incident where a gentleman shouldn't have been wrestling. And uh, New Jack taught him a lesson. Not a great story, but stuff you can see online that's really interesting. All right. Yeah. He was uh, in the gangsters uh, and they changed the game. They changed the game. He made every he. Oh, I remember one quote he said was uh, way to go, OJ. Take out some more. And this is when the OJ trial was going on. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, dude, he, he, he was 
he took on the persona that. new jack dude he was a and he had, i know he didn't wrestle a lot but he took a lot of bumps a lot of yeah. hits for you fans ecw 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 cheers new jack because i really and, and weezer weezer was, mentioned him in uh the song uh el scorcho and they uh it was nice of uh um paulie yesterday on the smackdown yep. he paid a little tribute to him so he r.i.p new Good jack time. all right moving along i moving started on. watching jupiter legacy on netflix by mike millar and i'll tell you man live action let's boil this down this is about the origin of this group and it is also about the line between heroes and villains the non-killing line so it gets to the point where if you're a hero and you're fighting a villain, he's going to kill you. He's going to try and kill you, but you can't kill him because you're a hero. Well, this isn't working out anymore. Heroes are dropping like flies, and it's really graphic. It's a very adult tale. I'm enjoying it profusely. I didn't think I would because it's like, wow. Of course, me too. More superhero stuff. Oh, my gosh. And it's, it's, it's yeah. a family, and here's all the behind-the-scenes things. But not only is the story – Mark Millar, if you don't know this author, this comic book author, um, he's amazing. The Authority, there's tons of stuff he's done. Just Google him. But this story is very, very adult, and it's 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 always about crossing lines, okay? And the way that they wrap the origin story of these heroes with the story going on that they are talking about is flawless. This is, you know me, Brent, layers with characters, yeah. race storytelling. I don't want to be, you. if you lose my attention for five minutes, I don't like it. <laughs> How'd you like it? Well, there's five minutes where I watched a bug on the wall. <laughs> it was very bad. But no, this, this, this is a really good show. Um, I'm on episode six. I don't know how many there are. And I can't remember the actors or actresses in the, in the show, but I've been watching over the past few days and I'm stoked. Uh, Jupiter Legacy. Um, well, we talked about it last week because I, I was talking uh, about Invincible. Yep. And then I saw this live action come on with Jupiter's Legacy, which I haven't started yet because I'm still trying to watch Invincible. And I'm like, it almost feels like it's the same premise. It's you're going to I think you will like. OK, here's the thing. So I, I've got my have wrapped my head around all this. Yeah. We've got the Bad Batch for the kids. Yeah. Invincible teenagers yep we got jupiter legacy for people in their late 20s and up because jupiter legacy man is a great story wow i give it five shields five shields i give it five shields dude i was blown away partially five, because five, i didn't think shields. i was gonna like it dude okay. it's flawless it, it's okay. flawless it, it i gotta really watch flawless. it flawless it'll do. tie it's, this over till the boys starts again i guess it will man it's adult right. like i say like it, it's because a lot of these things you go in like invincible it's kind of like oh as we, we've discussed this as adults yep when I watch kids doing school stuff, I lose attention. I, I didn't like going to school. It wasn't fun for me. I'm not in school. Right. I teach sometimes. I'm a teacher. That's not what I want to see. Um, the stuff outside of it was great. But you can tell that's aimed for late teens, right? It's just, mm. you know, it's gory. So, oh, look at all the violence. Because, you know, they're desensitized to that nowadays, especially cartoon violence. Um, but this Jupiter Legacy has real problems about, like, you know, there's a family and they're superheroes. Well, the girl's, like, doesn't want to be a superhero, you know, and her friends are dying because there's this stupid law that the superheroes have about not killing. Well, all the superheroes are getting killed and they're getting mad now. So now they're like, look, to the, there's always a super Superman character, right? So they're going to the Superman character and going, dude, we got to start killing. And even his son. Oh, there's a scene with his son where he just. Is it for kids? Can kids no. watch this? No, well, that's what I'm saying. It's not yeah, at all. Not, and they'll, right? they'll get okay. so bored with it, dude. They yeah. will get bored with it because it's intellectual. It's very intellectual. The origin yeah. story is complex. It's 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 times where you, you can't wrap your head around what's going on. And then everything seems like, oh, I get it now. And then what you do get evolves and it, it meshes. It meshes so nicely with the story that they're telling. Now, have have 
being a person who's written an origin issue, it's very tough to make it exciting. And this is a great origin uh, TV show, man. Fantastic. Okay, so I as wait. I say, I, I, I give it five shields, um, partially because I didn't think I was going to like it. And whenever mm-hmm. you don't think you're going to like, you know, hey, man, try this drink. <laughs> oh, oh, it's great. It's a girl drink, but I love it. <laughs> kids in the halls watching girl drink drug. Or, you know, you get a coffee or something or a cappuccino. It's like, well, I'm not going to like that pumpkin spice. And you taste it and you like it. So yeah. I really dug that, man. I thought that was great. Now, on the other side of things, which is great here, so Machete Comics, we, uh, we're releasing. So we got issue one on order. We did it. We did. So it's coming here. It's going to be at my house the same day the Leafs play on the 20th. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. So we got it. 100 issues on the way, my friends. Beauty. It's looking like we're going to sell them all online. I don't think I can even take them to the stores. So what we're looking at here is pro- is, is um, between 7 and $8, including shipping. And this will come right to your door. It'll be in a nice bag and backer board. If you want it signed, you have to request that, but you, I will totally sign it for you. There's only 100 copies of uh, the first print, so this is awesome. So when this does, because this is a funny thing, Brent. When I started this, it was like, man, if only I could print this comic book, we'll see if I can succeed at doing that. I don't know why that accent came into play, but it did. <laughs> I did it. We're here. So now I'm saying, when this comic book becomes a TV show, this comic book is worth a lot of money. Absolutely. So that's my next step. So that's coming mm-hmm. next. That is coming next. So secondly, there it is. Skeletron. I, it's going to be here. I, I, you'll see a lot. I'll, I'm going to break it down so you can order it online so easily. And yeah, as wait. I say, it's on it's blurb, seven, right, seven, blurb as well or no, 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 man. No, no it's Patreon, no, this, right? You didn't no, Patreon. not even that. You're getting this right from me. Right from me. I'm taking care of all this personally. I looked into a lot of stuff and someone's like, yeah, it'll get there in like three weeks. And I no, no, man, <clears throat> it's only hundred copies. <clears throat> we can take care yeah. of this here at machete studios. Secondly, we have been contracted, and you don't even know this news, buddy. This is I'm breaking this today because I just kind of finally have a breaking. Let me see if I've got a breaking news. Thing. <clears throat> uh, no, I don't. I, I really don't okay. have a breaking news thing. Machete Comics has been contracted to bring uh, a, a charted novel, um, Harry Potter esque, to life. From the drawings, uh, we're, so we're doing a graphic novel of what's the book called, Monty? Oh, maybe I can't mention the name of the book right now. Sorry. Okay, yeah. so I can't make. So, but we've been picked up. Um, this I'm, I'm, the novel has uh, been on the bestseller list. It's it's a Harry Potter esque thing. Sweet. But, um, I, again, when, when I started a year ago, and I was telling people, I'm going to start a comic company, and I'm going I'm going to sell a lot of comics, and I'm gonna, I, don't, I don't know where that accent came from either. But it's been two hours. <laughs> we, but uh, so Machete Comics is a thing now. We're actually when yeah. I talk to people now, I'm like. Yeah, I own a comic company. So now we are going to bring a novel to life, a novel that has already sold tons of copies, already be on the bestseller list. And boy, I'm very excited. So it's the dream's coming true. Um, Anything other, I don't want to sound like I'm, well, obviously I'm relaying information, but the thing is, folks, is that if you have a passion for something, you can do it. And the biggest thing is not to listen to what anybody else tells you. Um, my moving here to Kingston was the big one of the biggest ones, Brent. Like you were basically the only one, one of the only one. Oh no, it was Dan. Sorry, Dan was like, get out of there as quick as you can. You were a little leery on it, understood. But my lawyer, when I went to Lee Port Perry, thought I was crazy. Don't go to Kingston. Oh my God, you gotta be kidding me. You're crazy. You got it. You you follow creative yeah. people. And I, I say this so many times and people look at me like I'm an idiot. Oh, you're just good at drawing or, you know, you, you got connections in music. No, dude, it's not that. It's do what you want to do. Focus on it. You will find a way. Don't think of how you're going to do it. Just do it. You think of all those roadblocks. You're never well, going to yeah, stop. The thing that people, when they're, uh, when they, th- uh, when they, when they put together something, they always think about the reasons that they shouldn't. 
and they right. rarely exactly. think about the reasons why they should. And I've yeah. always been a proponent that when you say yes, good things happen. Uh, and at the very least, when you say yes, you get answers. So you say, yes, you go do it. It didn't work out. You got that answer. You say, yes, it did work out and it changed your life. Same with me moving to Vancouver. It's like, like okay, but it changed, you know, it just changes your life. And well, it, you know, it, you know, what's you know, worse, Brent, than failing at something that you've always wanted to do all your life. Never trying. Nope. Failing at something that you hate. Oh, that's a big one too. So if you don't follow your dream. Yeah. That's okay, man. But if you're, you have to do this to support something or you have to do this for money and you fail at that, that sucks. That really sucks. Yeah. So people out there failing at your dreams is not really failing. It's taking the first step. Absolutely. Go Don't, for it. Just simple. I want to do this. Here's what it looks like at the end. Have a few beer in between <laughs> and a coffee to wake you up. Right. A few, like many, <laughs> many dude. I, I, I can't do two cups of coffee anymore. I'm getting headaches. Uh Oh, uh Oh, I know coffee. You're drinking the wrong coffee. Oh, dude, I don't know. Seriously? No, is <laughs> that true? Because- that. Well, shit coffee, Chris will like, yes. And I don't, it's I'm not Starbucks. saying you're drinking. It's okay. I'm just saying, but you're fresh. Like it's fine, but you're, I don't, I won't get into the minutiae, but like when okay, you, it's a long when story. you grab, when you grab a bean and you grind it and you make it right there on the spot, right. the, you know, buying those beans that were packaged and need to be used by. Mm-hmm. There you go. It's a, it's I'm getting beans. headaches after the second cup now. And usually you get them from sooner. usually you get them from lack of caffeine. People uh, people normally 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 oh, get it from me, lack man. of caffeine. See, and I never right. get headaches, dude. I'm yeah. like one of those guys that just never gets headaches. And for the past week, headaches, headaches, headaches. Yeah. And it's not COVID. No, it's not. It's not. This is a fun show today. Man. Wow, we did it, huh? That's why I was joking on my Facebook page. Think I can talk for two hours? Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah. No we got a lot of things to, uh, to talk about. Well, I mean, having, having the guys on. So, uh, a couple of things, uh, that we need to do. So number one, huge thanks to our friends in the salads, um, Dusty, Darren, Chuck, uh, Darren Pfeiffer for coming on, uh, and talking about, he's a funny years dude. Oh my God. That guy's funny. Uh, they're all hilarious and they're they're pulling jokes off. And as I said, uh, Mr. D is the only guy when you speak to him, he sounds exactly like how he sings. It's just a funny thing. So anyways, the big picture, one of my favorite records, go pick it, try to find it guys. There's a song on there. There's so many great songs, but there's a song in there called circles that they were alluding to. That's fantastic. And it's on my, it's great summertime or springtime music, right? Like summer, like I love when I'm barbecuing, man, just crank it in the backyard and do it. I don't care if you're barbecuing veggies or barbecuing meat. It's a heavy, it's a heavy record. So huge thanks to them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number Good two, uh, we got to go to um, uh, have a listen. Thanks for coming on the show. Gibby. Awesome. Yeah, Gibby. Uh, to come on here. Uh, we were talking obviously Leafs and and Canadians. Yeah, um, you're going to see, uh, see more of them on the uh, Dean Blundell playoff pricks. It starts on Thursday, which is basically all the guys and all the hockey guys from the network and girls from the network are going to come on and give their two cents, but we beat you to it. So we did it all tonight. We did. The nerds is, win. The nerds win today. Take note, uh, ladies. The nerds Mikey, win. Mikey, big thanks to Mike for coming on again, as always, showing off his leaf belt and, uh, and tagging in. It's and, always and, great to talk to Mike. And Jeff, and definitely having you in on that side of it. So uh, a big, huge uh, thanks to our friends over at Blue Microphones. They sponsor the Journey for Java, the Brenton on Tour, and the Kids on the Escalator podcast. Holy crap. Um, this whole stuff. We have got the MixFi headphones, the Blue Yeti X. Uh, awesome, awesome stuff. That's your, and uh, you saw, you probably saw that Gibby from Have a Listen was on it. They sponsored the Dean Blundell Network. So huge thanks to those guys for that. Uh, we'll run that promo as we're leaving the show here. Um, 
And uh, yeah, dude, that was a, a blast. So we got to, don't know what's on store for next week. We got lots, uh, lots to, well, it is a long weekend. About. It's a long we, weekend coming up for me. Long weekend. Any plans over there or what? Long weekend. Oh, it's always a long weekend here. I just work in the, I do I love my yard. You know how I am, Brent, like my grass, I get down there and pick the, yeah. the bad weeds out and you know, yeah. the dandelions and all that stuff. And in my backyard, I've, we just started a, a normal garden. Um, I do have my, my cannabis plants, my, uh, medical cannabis plants and i do have wow we got like cucumbers and well the wife likes and the daughter like asparagus so that's in there i won't be eating those they can eat all that <laughs> snow peas you know what i mean like the veggie garden and fruit garden going so i i spent three days out there man and it was beautiful but whoa was i paying for it after getting old and feeling the sun huh it's just like my muscles like my brain's fine it's like oh wow you know but my muscles and everything was just like oh my gosh probably get hit by a truck and then the next uh, day was the body's fine and the brain's gone I'll be camping this weekend. So there we go. Oh yeah. You're going uh, camping again? Oh my God. I got like nine trips planned this week, this, oh, wow, this summer. Great. So yeah, we're going to do Excellent. lots. We're going to do that uh, in the mountains. So that's going to be a blast. Uh, yeah. Leaving uh, with some thoughts uh, four years since the passing of Cornell. Oh, uh, anything that you want to add to the mix there on Cornell Soundgarden? Oh, um, that that's a, you pop that on I know, too late. I don't know, yeah. man. That's like, wow. What can you that's say about Chris Cornell like, in a few seconds here? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, no. Temple Massive. of the Dog was one of my favorite things he's done personally. So let me go. Let me go with that scene then for a minute. Let me go. I, let me go that scene for a second. You've got Pearl Jam, Soundgarden. Other obviously Mother Love Bone at, that at Pearl Jam formed out of that. But you've got Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Mother Love Bone, Nirvana, uh, all coming out of that scene at the time. Yes. Um, where do you stand? What do you mean? Which of one do I like bands. the best of those bands and of that time? And, and uh, well, grunge. Yeah. That's our, that's our era. I, I posted yeah. a funny thing about Gen Xers. Yeah. Well, we gave you grunge. That's right. Where do you stand? Are you, uh, well, I, I love, I love Cornell a, a lot. Oh uh, yeah. I loved it, it all. Is, it, there was nothing yeah. that I didn't like about it. I found some of it like mud honey was a little too noisy for me, I guess. Sure. Cause some of it didn't really have the talent that others of it has not saying that mud honey doesn't have talent, but I wasn't a huge mud honey fan. I, I respect them. I dug them. Um, and there's bands like the Melvins that come out. They're a little rougher too, but they're, they were great. Um, but I really love that scene. How can you not love a scene you're a part of too? You know what I mean? Like being a part of that whole grunge thing was really neat, man. But of course, Cobain, he changed if you're a musician in that era he changed your life and if he didn't you weren't paying attention right you know what i mean well it's four years since the passing of cornell so he'll be missed uh that has been the kids on the escalator podcast yeah uh, good for one another too. tuesday for another tuesday thank you all for joining us on the chat uh everyone that joined in today uh danny uh paula michelle uh amazing uh adam great thanks pam to pie Lonnie Machete, thanks for weighing in. Everybody, cross. Yeah. thanks for coming in there. It was Barbara. really, really great. Uh, we'll see you all next week, my friends. Um, mm-hmm. And until then, good times. Brad Dudes. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. 
Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon.